I got a dancing fool in my uh, podcast studio here. Uh, welcome, everybody, me. to episode... It's not Seth this time. Uh, episode 106 of the SoCo Show is here. This is, of course, the voice of Cora the Explorer. And uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Your trusty sidekick, Boots. <laughs> and a uh, special guest... In the studio this week, very excited to have this guy on, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller uh, for the SoCo Show, and he just so happens to be my little brother, Kyle Michael, is in studio. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Wow, thank you. <laughs> we, um, you're, you're one of the one of the folks that has been, uh, listen, I think you've heard almost every episode. You, yeah. you will frequently text us with yeah. what we fucked up on uh, to correct us and things. Well, I keep mistakenly listening to them in public. <laughs> and I've been having problems lately with my wireless headphones to like go off and then whatever's on my phone will play out loud and I'll be like walking around at a grocery store or something and then bits of the SoCo show have been spread across Europe via that way. Hell yeah. We're like but an it's incredibly embarrassing because we did that, uh, that, uh, the dirty porn one. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Rip torn or dirty porn. That one, yeah, that one got me laughed at at a bar one time. Because sure. yeah. I was just there by myself and then it just went off. And then for some reason, one of you said, made a sex noise or something. It was the sounder for it. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. That just played aloud to a couple of different strangers and they just haven't talked to me ever again. Yeah, we had, we had to retire that sounder for exactly that reason. Yeah. Um, we were, that's not the kind of so, viral we want to go. If you missed that segment, blame Kyle. <laughs> Or, you know, <laughs> the death of the guy it's about. Either way. Nah. <laughs> um, so, Kyle, as as such, as, as is the case with most of our listeners, you've got some gripes Ooh. with us got on the gripes. show. And you asked for a platform to air uh, one yeah. specific grievance. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The floor is yours, man. Here we uh, go. This is specifically to Seth, actually. Oh, great. I'm getting attacked again. Here we go. Yeah. No, this is 100% to you, man. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is not a good actor. <laughs> Cody, hey, hold on. <laughs> Cody likes Keanu Reeves more than I do, so this is a, this goes to him. Keanu Reeves is not a good actor at all. He's just an action stud. He's a karate guy. He's a professional fucking wrestler, really. He's good with the, the action roles, but his dialogue is terrible. He has the same de- deflection of voice and has the same character in every movie he plays. Well, doesn't hey, mean he's not I, dope. Hey, I'm, I'm going to push I, back. I know you're going after Seth here because he likes him in John Wick, but I'm going to push back some because I think Keanu's dope. Have you ever seen Hardball? Yeah, he's talking to inner city kids. He talks to terrorists. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Do you want to pick up that baseball now? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's, That's not pretty, how you talk to kids. actually a pretty solid Keanu Reeves. I, I guess he does the same thing. And I've seen his movies, so anyone can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a surprise to me. Um, what else is he? What else is he? Uh, Devil's Advocate. Have you seen him in that? No. Okay, we gotta watch. You would love Devil's Advocate. Uh, I saw him in. Do you want to pick up that Bible? (laughs) Yeah, that's not what that movie is about. (laughs) He said Devil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Matrix, obviously, you're a fan of. I like I like the movies. I just hate him in them. My favorite part of John Wick's is when he does a sign language thing. If he, all of his movies were just, like, subtitles, he'd be awesome. I'd fucking mm. love it. It's when he opens his mouth and talks and gives the same shitty dialogue every time. That's what pisses me off. It's uh, not even the I words. Used... It's the way he says it. 
I used to have the same feelings you did because prior to John Wick, I was also not a fan of Keanu Reeves because everyone loved The Matrix and I always thought he just kind of went, whoa. But he says, whoa, one fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) One time. He's he's Bill and Ted in every movie still, too. For some reason, all of his movies are the same character. It's just like Sly Stallone. Like, I love, I I, I think Sly's okay, but Rocky is an amazing character. Same thing with John Wick. Keanu Reeves, he's, he's a cool guy. He's funny. You know, all that stuff. He's nice. But John Wick, that's who he really is. I don't even care if he's nice. What difference does that make? Did you see him? Yeah. Um, did you see Toy Story Four, Kyle? No. Oh yeah, Duke Kaboom. I guess people. Do you like Seth? Did you like him as Duke Kaboom? Yeah, he's funny. Was he just some surfer dude, like in Point Break, when he just goes? No, Whoa. he's he's uh, he's one of those like stunt bike toys where you like you pull the pull the plastic string out of it and it'll no, jump okay. and it'll do like do flips and stuff. Um, he's like one of those, but Canadian. <laughs> he's he's a Canadian <laughs> uh, stunt jumper. Sounds amazing because I mean, he's yeah. a fantastic yeah, but, actor. But one it, of the best of our time, I would no, say. No, you don't even mean that at all. You, I think here, I'm going to pull up Keanu Reeves' filmography. Oh, I already have it. You already have it? Mm-hmm. You, know, you came prepped? You came with yeah. notes? No. Uh, uh, speed? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, good movie. Same fucking actor. Same action guy. Oh, I'll save you, Sandra Bullock. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> he doesn't say that at all. Well. We got to stop this bus. <laughs> no, they, they're trying to not stop the You have not seen Speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to get the people off the bus. They stop it eventually. Not it's not going to run Speed. forever. I, I think you need to go back. And, have you seen him in, uh, did you watch <laughs> Always Be My Maybe recently? Yeah, that's no. a great On movie. Netflix? You should watch it. And he makes an appearance in it and is very entertaining. Oh, Plus, wait. Yeah, yeah. I did, I did see that. And no, it wasn't very entertaining. <laughs> It was just a dude who shows up. What's up, dudes? And he got punched in the face. He gets punched in the face and just starts acting all crazy. No, that wasn't that wasn't fun for me. That doesn't make any sense. Huh. Like Keanu Reeves walking to a bar is not turning my head. I'm not going, holy fuck, it's Keanu Reeves. I'm yes, not you doing fucking are. No, Shut I, your mouth. No, I wouldn't. Not in the slightest. You're wrong. No. No. I don't like this at all. No. There you go. That's what you've God, I hate that. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to start swinging on this kid if if we don't get out of here soon. But uh, we're going to hear a lot more from you uh, as the show goes on. You'll be with us all episode. Um, We got some good stuff to talk about. Uh, I think a fun movie, at least one fun movie (laughs) review that we'll get into. Uh, Pretty interesting Mama number five and some cool cool movie news in addition to a a return to the TV corner. So lots of great stuff going on today. Uh, But we got to start, like we always do, with Sheet Tweets. I call you a punk. Just a simple message from the Sheik today. Uh, nothing. It's, it's one you could probably put on one of those inspirational posters, probably. Uh, it's just, be nice today. Otherwise, I suplex you, put you in camel clutch, jabroni. That's, yeah. Uh, All right. Little, little um, yeah. I guess today's a Sunday for us. A little Sunday wisdom from the Sheik. I, I yeah. mean, that's about as basic I as I think it gets. if everyone read that, the world would be a better place. It's true. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I call you a punk. Let's shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free! <laughs> uh, Mathis Designs on Etsy. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Mathis Designs for all your stationery and graphic design needs. Pay! Paid indeed. And of course, Mike's Wood. Etsy.com slash shop slash corn fed and wed to get your wood worked. Kyle, you can do this one. 
<laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Kyle happened, he was adjusting his headphones when you said that, Seth, and so he didn't hear. And so he put him back on and just looked at me and was like... <laughs> no, I picked him up because I didn't want to hear that fucking grunt. <laughs> I, I was, I said you could do this one. Oh, I'm not doing that, no. <laughs> no, I picked it up because I didn't want to hear the fucking grunt. Too bad. <laughs> he was looking at me like, go on. Because <laughs> I thought I missed it. And then I went down ready for the story. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're off to a good start here. Um, let's uh, let's keep Just like we rolling. planned it, right, guys? Yeah, there you go. You couldn't, so you couldn't write. You couldn't write better, better podcast. It's true. Um, let's get into a little bit of TV news. That's what she said. TV. So a uh, big week for Netflix here, um, and I'm just going to shout out a couple things that, that were gone but are coming back that I'm personally excited about. Uh, first of all, Dear White People Season 3 is now available on Netflix. Uh, I'm about to get on a plane, so I'm about to download some of that uh, and watch. And in addition to that, uh, Patriot Act with Hasan Minaj is back as well with a new season. Um, and uh, those are just a couple of things that I'm watching on Netflix. Uh, but Seth, I know uh, a show you've kept up on Netflix just put out some major news as well. Breaking news. 13 Reasons Why Season 4 will be the final for Netflix. Back to you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> they really do another season of that? They're in two more seasons, right? Uh, yeah, because... so Season 3 comes out uh, at the end of August, and then uh, Season 4 is going to be their last one. Apparently I this mean... season, the whole storyline is who killed Bryce. Bryce Walker, the guy who did the 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 bad stuff <laughs> in Season yeah. 1. I didn't even watch Season 2. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was not very good. But I'm Actually, keeping on just to yeah, no, punish it. myself. Wait, huh? hold on. So, so Bryce is going to be murdered, or he has already been murdered. He has. He so he apparently that he's going to get murdered in the first episode, or it'll start with him already being murdered. I don't know, but he was alive at the end of last season. Okay, that's interesting. That's kind of like a Riverdale mm-hmm. um, plot, and that's Kyle shaking his head. You don't watch Riverdale, apparently. Um, but uh, that's a similar plot to that of the first season of Riverdale, and those shows have always mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of one another, which is interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm zero percent participating in the rest of that show um but I'll, it'll be good i know you will because you're a masochist and completionist um, i am so you'll have to report back for us i will i sure will i will uh give the the full details i will i will spoil who killed bryce walker so if you like 13 reasons why you better watch out now because i'll tell everyone oh, what's a masochist it's someone who likes pain uh, yeah okay. pain <laughs> Um, Kyle, what are you, uh, what are you watching for TV right now? Uh, I actually just finished up a series on the planet that I'm really excited about. It's, uh, The Boys off of Amazon. Oh, okay. I just I started watched... the first episode. Oh, I, I thought it was awesome. Episode. Yeah, I thought it was so awesome. So, can you go ahead and just spoil the end for us? Uh, yeah, no, so, everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a really cool show because it has superheroes and has villains and it kind of plays with who's actually good and who's actually bad. The superheroes are kind of dicks in that whole thing. And it really makes a lot. Of, I don't know. It, it's kind of like if they were superheroes nowadays, it probably would come to something like that. It seems like everybody's up for popularity and for Instagram likes and that kind of shit. So it kind of makes mm-hmm. me think about that. Huh? I can dig it. Yeah. Maybe I'll. You could download that, right? Watch it. Well, you watch. I, I downloaded it and watch. I have it on my tablet. That's Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right. There you go, folks. It's a recommendation from Kyle yeah. to watch uh, the boys, and I'm sure Seth will plow through that, and we'll have it mm-hmm. in the TV corner pretty soon. Gross. And they're in their sits, so. And there's the, and sorry, say that. A little and, oh, I'm sorry. And there's tits. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> that's uh, that's well, that, a good. Now we got to put an explicit tag in front of this one. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Um, sorry. 
Speaking of the TV corner, uh, Seth finished up a couple of series this past week, so let's let's jump right into it. Television. Down on the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. All right, it's been a little bit since we've been. In I was the gonna corner. say. I forgot about that that sounder. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I was gonna hear uh, some something. Say, <laughs> I wanted Emma Stone. I was waiting for that too. <laughs> uh, so we got two two shows this week, both of, both of which we've been keeping up with for a long time through you. Uh, one of them came to a, a finale, a series finale, uh, and the other I think has one more season. So I'll let you pick which you're doing first. Yeah, uh, it's, you you stole the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to say that. But yeah, so I'll start with uh, the one that still has one more season, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This one will be pretty brief, uh, just because it's not a show that I would say go watch now, but if you've continued to watch, I think you've enjoyed it. But yeah, it's uh, the sixth season, sixth season, shortened season, 13 episodes. This one kind of just dealt with a little bit of the ramifications of last season. They had some, some space travel here. They brought in a space villain uh, for this one kind of not really an alien but just someone who has resided in space and has these like things that turn people into zombies kind of weird but uh it was it was overall enjoyable like they they've kind of gone out there with some crazy different things over the last few years and they spent a lot of time in space this one was more on earth and stuff so that was kind of fun had an interesting aspect with colson but overall i enjoyed it it's not like my favorite show but it's definitely a fun time to watch so if you stuck through keep going uh give it like uh 3.5 uh Colson reincarnations out of 3.5 Colson reincarnations out of five. That is, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think, and you said this too, it's, it's one of those shows that if you've been with for a while, you're sticking with, um, mm-hmm. but not a huge recommend kind of similar to like the CW shows that we've been talking about. Is there, uh, I know they waited on purpose to put the new season out after Endgame. Was there a significant amount of tie-ins and things with Endgame? No. How, how was that connection? Not, there was no connection at all. I think that they've kind of just done away with trying to connect all that. Um, they didn't reference that. And I think, I guess maybe it would have all taken place before the, the snap and all that. So whatever. But I don't know. It didn't really tie in. I think next season it looks like they're going to deal with time travel a bit. So that could be fun. Uh, a good way to wrap it up with Coulson. Kind of like have go back to the beginning with Coulson and stuff. Maybe they explain away some of the non, non-tie-ins or whatever. Maybe it's a different universe or something. But I don't know. It's it's a fun fun little show though. Hmm. I guess I thought they did the snap in that. I guess I thought that was all together. Mm-mm. No, it was together pretty... for. It was it was it tied into a couple movies. It tied into Thor the Thor the Dark World and uh, Winter Soldier, and then after that they just kind of quit. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Winter Soldier tie-in was big, right? Because that mm-hmm. shield went away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so right. then they they kind of had to change things that, up. That was entirely tied in, and what was cool then was that. It was like they were in mid-season during that movie, so it, the the episode after the movie came out, it dealt with the ramifications of that, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that is dope, and well, I'm sure we're going to see even more of that with the uh, the new Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, the Marvel shows. Kyle, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Are you are you going to watch all the Marvel? shows? I watch all the out? Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah, you're going every single one of them. Yeah, good. Off your subscription, Thanks, Kyle. But, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm paying for Disney Plus, huh? Uh-huh, hundred percent. All right, well, fuck all you guys. Because I will get it. Which one? Uh, which one? Briefly, are you the most excited about the TV side? Uh, the I like the Wandavision one. Yeah, I think I'm really excited for that. That could be cool. I just apparently wish that it had a better title. I did hear that ties into um, the Doctor Strange movie too. So. Mm-hmm. That'll actually have in that's some... that's why I'm excited about it because the Doctor Strange movies I'm really excited for that a lot. Yeah. The 
the the title itself is awesome. What was it like the multiverse of madness or something crazy yeah. like that? How cool is that? <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I fucking hate oh, I think it's awesome. Well, I could be Doctor Strange two would have been just fucking fine with me. No, dude, the multiverse <laughs> of madness. Oh god, you're excited for that. I get uh, well. It sounds like a Goosebumps title. Yeah, it, it does, does sound like a Goosebumps title. Yeah, it does. And they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get into some more kind of horror elements they're talking about. Yeah, they bring Nightmare in. Yeah. And Kyle, I know you're not a horror fan, but you're you're gonna be here for this one. I will watch if superheroes are involved. Yeah. Yeah. Because heroes save the day. <laughs> horror <laughs> movies don't have happy endings all the time, but the superhero movie them does. Not every time. Unless it's Infinity War, but that doesn't count. Yeah. That doesn't count as a superhero movie. I did see Brightburn. I liked Brightburn, you guys didn't, but I liked it. I thought I thought it was fine. Yeah. But I didn't actively like I wouldn't vouch for it. But you liked it more? I liked it more. Thought it was fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least someone did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seth, you got uh, another show here, and this is one I know a lot of people are paying attention to on Netflix that has finally reached its conclusion. It's so hard to say goodbye. Um, <laughs> Orange is the New Black Season 7 is the final season. Um, yeah, so again, this one will be kind of brief because there's just so much built into it, and it'd be spoilery if you haven't seen it, and... Again, this is probably one, too, that if you've stuck along with it, you've really enjoyed the the, the entirety of it. But season seven isn't going to be like isn't going to be like a case where someone comes in on the season and is hooked. I don't think it's there's a lot of callbacks and a lot of wrap ups of storylines from the past, even a few seasons ago that they're now coming back to. So not necessarily a jump in season. I know, weirdly, some people jumped into the last season of Game of Thrones, not having seen any prior seasons or episodes. And then went back and watched it and enjoyed it, which is kind of weird. Sounds like a but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think uh, I, I don't think that this Orange Is the New Black is one that would do it for. But overall, though, I thought the season was pretty great. Uh, they're still in maximum security prison, and they're they're dealing with some of the ramifications of of the last season and the season before. So again, just a very much a tie up season, tie up season. A really nice finish to the finale. So they had some longer episodes. I think they'll. The second to last episode, or episode, yes, episode uh, 12 was like an hour and 15 minutes. And then the final episode was like an hour and almost 40 minutes, which was kind of crazy. But Oh, wow. It, yeah, it's a long season, but I thought definitely worth it. It all flowed really well. They, they spent a lot of time, time on the characters they really have over the last few years and really the important storylines. And uh, that, that, I think that worked. They really focused a lot on, on Piper and Tasty and... and um, Suzanne. I know some weird names, right? But, well, I, uh, I actually, I know the show, but I just laugh at the name. I Piper and Tasty yeah. sound like Rip Torn or Dirty Porn names. <laughs> there is a Piper Tasty out there. <laughs> but that was kind of like the, the big ones, but everything else that they, they, they made a, a point to go back to almost every character that's at least had some sort of storyline and kind of, uh, even just, if it's just a few seconds, wrap it up or give you kind of just a little nod at the end, which is cool. So, Overall, I really enjoyed it. There's some really emotional stuff, really hard-hitting stuff, a lot of funny stuff, too. Uh, so I'll give uh, this season, the last season, 4.6 toothbrush shivs out of 5. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. And this is, you know, Orange is New Black was like the first big flagship show for Netflix. Uh, it came out like right along the same time as, as um, House of Cards. and mm-hmm. um, So it's kind of the end of an era, big time, for Netflix. And we talked at length about, you know, maybe Stranger Things is kind of that next temple for them and... Uh, but they've certainly got a lot going on. But it, it's nice to see this get the conclusion that uh, hopefully that it deserved and that they wanted. Because um, mm-hmm. this is this is a show that for me, and I don't, I've not watched it, but as I've followed along with the different twists and turns, um, really flirted with like big sweeping 
potential shark jumping changes throughout, like in different seasons. And the fact mm-hmm. that they were able to kind of hold on to the core of it and finish it out in a way that made sense, I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. And I think this is one show too, that like it never, it, it had a couple of down seasons, but never like bad seasons. Like out of the seven seasons, I thought five were excellent and two were like either good or just okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's because of the ensemble cast. If, if they built up the cast so so well from the beginning that even if you hate a certain storyline, there's probably two or three other ones you're really interested in because of the characters that you like or either want to hate or whatever the case is. So it's that cast that made it so good and kept it interesting for that long. And they, they choose to build up the right characters too, because they kill yep. off some people throughout the seasons, but the right ones keep building up and they keep changing every season. It seems like, mm-hmm. and that's always fun to watch. And what's nice too, is that like with it being a prison, you can spend time, on certain characters and then just leave them away because either nothing you know happens Mm -hmm. happens to them or they're getting out or whatever it may be so they can really switch through that roster a lot throughout the seasons because even this last one they touch on people that you haven't seen in a couple seasons but are still technically in the prison so it's just like they're living their life but weren't really around type of thing that's a pretty sweet thing to do like to have a big cast like that and there i think stranger things does that a little bit too um has a big cast i think the longevity of a show uh, I'm thinking of some of the great ones, you know, Scrubs and, and The Office and How I Met Your Mother and all these really long-running shows. I think that's a big part of what makes them sustainable is that you can go to very different storylines and characters and switch between them often and keep things fresh rather mm-hmm. than keep it on one person forever. I think that's more of a newer thing, though. Because I think, like, when I think of, like, the longest-running shows, I think of Friends right away. And Friends never did that. Friends are the same people the entire time. Yeah. But and they, they brought in different stories and yeah. kind of different people, but it was the same thing. But you could go, like... You could go like, oh, this is a Phoebe heavy, heavy episode. And then next week it's a Monica heavy episode where Phoebe isn't around very much. Like you can, you, you, and then you pair people up in different combinations yeah. and people show up and, and you're right. And friends, everyone's in every episode, I think. But, yeah. um, but at the very least you can, um, you can put the emphasis on one person or another. Okay. So we probably don't want to talk about friends too much because Mike V will probably come back and correct us about it. <laughs> they were actually in this episode, and they were maybe not were in this episode. <laughs> Shots fired at Mike V, who's not I, even I, here to defend himself. Jeez. I like Friends a lot too, though. So yeah, it's a good show. a friends friends person. Um, <laughs> <The> friendster. <laughs> we're, all, we're all friendsters, aren't we? Well, I kind of judge people if they say they don't like Friends. I feel like I judge you off of that. If you don't like watching Friends, then I don't really think I want to talk to you at all. <laughs> then fuck you. <laughs> if you don't shoot Big Red, then yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to love it. You just, you have to be okay with it. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's there. I think Seinfeld's there for me too, but that's kind of more, that's a little bit different. Cause there are people who don't like Seinfeld. I don't talk to them either. <laughs> that's right. Is that like, if you, what, is that like one if you don't your... like certain entertainment medium, then yeah, <laughs> you watch out. You won't be friends with Kyle. Stay the fuck away from Kyle Michael. What's uh okay. Like top, top one or two shows ever. Seinfeld for sure. Um, and now I'm just thinking about Friends How I Met Your Mother that 70 show I love all that shit yeah big fan of the half hour comedy big fan of the Scrubs yep big fan of Scrubs I even like the later season of Scrubs oh like, get the, the he's hospital. done he's, he's cut off um, I like it guys bye. bye no just because I like Dave Franco he held it together for me Ugh. he made it okay uh, you said a lot of smart things Kyle <laughs> and then and that then you just, didn't that just cuts it out yep that's uh, maybe I can edit that out. We'll see. No, fuck that. Leave that. That's important. <laughs> see if you can just edit his entire opinions out. 
I'll just edit all the Kyle stuff out of this entire podcast. <laughs> what do you think, Kyle? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all, all that said, uh, even though you were incredibly wrong uh, about Scrubs a second ago, I am excited to have you here with me because I'm going to need some help on this next segment. Okay. Uh, we're going to switch over to movies and we're going to start by making the quota. What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. And I quote! So, as, as Kyle and all of our regular listeners know, uh, this, this segment is very simple. Uh, Seth has pulled a quote from a film, and uh, it'll be Kyle and I's job to uh, come up with the movie and the character who said it. Uh, I will also point out that uh, Kyle agrees that that's a funky-ass sounder. I saw him shimmy in here. Well, uh, I dance to all of them because I hear them every week. Mm. That doesn't mean I like them. <laughs> I, just, okay. I just love I hear them all the time. They're familiar. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Seth, you got, a, you got a challenge for us this week or what? Probably. All right. No, she's just being dramatic. I choke all the time. Hmm. That could be anything. That could be anything. That could be anything. Okay, so what we do know is it's a movie that has Adam Devine. Because he was the quote from last week. So that okay, is a clue. so what movies were he in? He was in... The last one was the one with him and Zac Efron, right? Uh, last week, yeah. Mike, Mike and, and Dave. Dave yeah, so this is a different one than that. Okay. Say it again, Chat. Seth. Say it again? Yeah. No, she's just being dramatic. I choke all the time. Is it pitch perfect? Is that something Amy says? Is it pitch perfect? No. I was going to say, I don't think Seth has seen those. I have um, not. You haven't seen any of the Pitch Perfects? No. No. The first one's good. Um, what else is that fool? That's like? all I can think he's in is Pitch Perfect. It's not that one fucking bad one where it's him and his buddies fighting crime. Uh, game over, no. man. It is not. No. That movie sucks. <laughs> all right. So that's working on his, I guess, <laughs> I guess British? Is that? Uh, no, I, I think it's uh, his electronic voice. Oh. <laughs> like, that's how Google talks. There, you, Something like that. Yeah. That's the only person I get to talk to until uh, we record on Sundays. So, <laughs> oh, I have a, I have, I have a guess that I think is is the right one. Yeah, I just heard you typing, you cheater. I just looked up Adam Divine filmography, um, and I think it's yeah, uh, that's still cheating. That's not cheating. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to know every Adam Divine movie? No. Yeah, I know ones you've seen. Well. Uh, this one, I'm pretty sure, is uh, oh. from this year. It was a nice surprise. Uh, isn't it romantic? Yes. Who yeah. says it? Is it Rebel Wilson's character? Yes. Okay. So Rebel Wilson we have. Also, a uh, Pitch Perfect she, connection. Is she I was going to say, you said yeah. you had the same characters. You just didn't have the right movie. They're <laughs> <laughs> the same actors. That was. Did you see Isn't It Romantic, huh? Yeah, I liked it. It was funny, right? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I went with the date, so it wasn't as weird as you guys going together, but... No, I, won't I, w- oh. I won't Jared. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear us? I've told I don't. I think Seth might know this story. So I went with a date to that movie, mm-hmm. which is always, um, it's funny for me because I go to so many movies by myself that when I go with someone, it's like, it's, it feels weird and different. Yeah. You know, like I have to give a shit about the other person. And they're just kind of I'm bothering gonna, you now. Yeah. They're just now like you have to entertain them. There. The yeah. You know, the movie's job is to entertain them, right? That's the whole point of going to movies with people is you don't have to talk to them at all. I know. They but... sit there and watch the same movie that you watch. <laughs> but you're going to like share and corn. This guy's getting married this week. <laughs> <laughs> you have to share corn though. And like, you have to make sure they, they get there on time and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I went to that movie with a person and um, she and I went and she, 
I knew that we weren't going to go on more dates after this because she ate all your popcorn. She well, she did house a bunch of my corn, but also <laughs> <laughs> she housed my corn. But the other problem was she so took out her euphemism. phone during the movie. Oh no, she didn't. She did. Oh god, no. And the worst part is she took out her phone to respond on a message she had gotten from a dating app, Kyle. Wait, how do you know all this? Because I looked. Why are you looking at her fucking phone? Because it was out in the movie. What am I supposed to fucking do? Not look at it? Oh, I'm not going to look at the bright-ass phone screen 10 inches from my face? You don't have to read what's happening. No, I just, I saw enough. Okay? I saw enough. No, you just mush the phone down and then just don't say a word. <laughs> well. That's all you got to do. Or swipe it out of her hand. That's what you get. The, you'll get this when the movie's over. <laughs> that's what you Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, so, that, that woman is no longer in my life. So. Is that what it takes to not date Cody Michael is put your phone out in the movies? That's that's a, that's a quick out. Yeah? It's fuck with my movie experience. Pay attention, ladies. <laughs> you get a free movie. All you gotta do is take your phone out. You have to talk to that guy again. No shit. I'll even buy the corn. Yeah. <laughs> so we had, uh, what did we have? Isn't it romantic? Was the subject of this week's edition of Making the Quota. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. Hey! Kyle, do you recognize who says that last thing there? Yeah, it's Michael Cole. Okay, good. <laughs> Am I the only one that recognizes that? Probably. Probably. Good. <laughs> it's pretty obscure. Well, you used to have the Miz one in there. I like that. I was still we the Miz still one. Do. Is in that fact, still in there? We're about to go to it right oh, now. Okay, here we go. let's go to movies. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. Here we are in Kyle's favorite segment, movies. I, I, Kyle, I actually find myself, whenever I do tune into Raw and The Miz comes out, I, I find myself going <laughs> movies, movies at that point. <laughs> I think it's um, impossible to, cre- to come up with like sounders without putting wrestling stuff into it. <laughs> I think it's very difficult. Because mm. I think of that all the time. It's easy to do wrestling stuff. Yeah. And it's, I, I would love it. I mean, if the whole thing was wrestling sounders, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Ric Flair for a while. Yeah. We had to change that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Between between uh, WWE and SpongeBob SquarePants, you could get all the sounders you need. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's good stuff. Um, one piece of highly important movie news this week. Uh, I was recently alerted that uh, one of our favorite films of this year is now available to watch on Amazon Prime. So those who haven't seen the movie Serenity with Matthew yeah. McConaughey and uh, Anne Hathaway, I'm looking at you, Kyle. I don't know why you're looking at me. Yeah, it's time. Watch Serenity. <laughs> this is a movie that is... I awesome. hated it. I hated it so fucking much. But some people really love it. But it is like... It is wacky. Regardless of whether or not you like it. It's a weird... It's a weird experience where it's like... It's, I, I would recommend having this experience for yourself. Even though I hated it. Is that a safe way to... Seth, what, do you, what would your plug be for Serenity? That doesn't make any yeah. sense at all. It's like... <laughs> it, it just... It, uh, it gets to a point where there's a twist that happens that like you literally couldn't imagine that being the twist. You're just like, what? Why? Where? <laughs> Who? Like, aliens just drop out of the sky for some reason. It, it's not. It's wilder than that. Like honestly, no, it, no. it is. It's fucking it's weird. Wild. But it's it's amazing. And I think for me, it, I don't know how it'll be translated at home when you watch this. I just know like it's it's up there for one of my favorite theater experiences because I was all alone at like 8 a.m. on a Saturday seeing this movie. And I was just very expressive and like, what? And like in the theater screaming by myself. So that was us at Hop and Cha, it, though. It was awesome. 
We were screaming at that movie. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that reminds me. Of, we'll get into a review a little bit later on. Uh, Kyle and I saw a movie last night. And we had a similar experience. Um, and uh, yeah, Serenity though, like, there are people out there that love, love, love that movie, and I don't mm-hmm. quite get it. But it is an experience. It's like it's like when someone is, says, um, um, you know, when there's like a really gnarly hit in football. Yeah. And you're like, oh god, that's I don't want to see that, but awesome. It's kind of like that. Or, or more accurately, when someone's like, dude, smell this nasty, nasty thing. Okay, now I don't want it at all. You it. almost had me until you compared it to smells and gross stuff. <laughs> I don't want to just see some dude's eyeball come out of his ass. Now, it's not gross. No, no, it's no. It's not grotesque oh, okay. like that. It's just, it's it's an experience that I hated, but I would still recommend people experience. Like, taste of, this, taste of this bad cheese. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really kind of freaked out that your first thought is an eyeball coming out of someone's asshole. <laughs> 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 it's a very weird comparison. Wouldn't that be disgusting, though? Oh, that's <laughs> nasty. It would, but how does that come out of your brain? I don't know, man. Stick it a gross stuff. Like, yeah, huh? that's gross. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that was the only real piece of movie news. I will say, I, I um, for the first time this past week, was able to use um, my Regal Unlimited uh, subscription mm-hmm. to get a movie ticket, and it was impossibly seamless. Uh, I got a discount on my on my snacks, my corn and nems. Actually, I didn't even get <laughs> corn and nems, um, but we got discounted snacks and uh, very excellent uh, experience. So Regal is doing a fine job. Again, if you have a Regal theater near you, highly recommend Regal Unlimited. Uh, also on Amazon, a movie I watched earlier this year that uh, I did really like that has Olivia Wilde is A Vigilante. That's now on Prime uh, for free streaming. So if you have Prime, watch that movie. There you go. A vigilante. Uh, ten second plug for vigilante. What's that about? I liked it. Oh no. Um, it's <laughs> Olivia Wilde beating some ass on a revenge tour. Fucking a. That's one of our favorite genres. Oh, I got movie news. Kyle's got movie news. Yeah. Um, on the plane, they had Alita that came out before the digital release, and I watched it on the plane over here, and it was awesome. Alita. It was really cool. <sighs> <laughs> I did, I promise you. Know you I promise you. I didn't ask him to say that, and I didn't pay him to say that. You no, I like thought Kyle? it was good. I mean, picture just being on a 10-hour plane ride, and then you have unlimited beers coming to you, and you can watch Alita. That's a fun time. It's a fun time. It wasn't I, bad at all. I do like beers, but you know what, Kyle? I don't love you! <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what, Kyle? I, I did, your support in this yeah. means a lot to me, so... You get a fucking cookie and a star. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> when the hell was that? <laughs> That was Seth. He just he just really liked what he had to say. He was just was giving me shit me. for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a I, uh, Anytime, anytime we have, uh, that's it for like the news. But anytime we have sort of an expert uh, on the podcast, I always like to to ask him about you know things they see in movies that pertain to their field and how accurate that might be. And this is uh, a few weeks ago. You heard me talk about um, uh, technique critique on YouTube, which I really enjoy. And Kyle, for those who don't know, which is probably a lot of you. Uh, is a military man. He uh, he works in Germany uh, and is in the army, and so we're happy to have him here in the states on leave. Uh, and one of the things that, that Kyle and I were talking about earlier is, is military as it's portrayed in the movies, and and how much you um, how much you see that's maybe tricky or different. But first, like, do you do you gravitate to military movies? I don't watch movies because they're based on military. Yeah, I just don't want to see a bunch of people in the same uniform as me getting shot at. That's that's fair. It's kind of that simple, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But as far as military and movies, the things that you notice that, that I notice the most is like the uniforms are always somewhat different. They can't wear the same thing as us. I think it's illegal or something. Or they just choose not to out of respect. Mm. But they always, they'll have a rank backwards or they'll have a patch that's just a little off or a little upside down or they'll name tags and the U.S. Army thing will be switched. Just little stuff like that that they always, they, didn't, they never copy the uniform exactly. Huh. Um, and the same thing with like the hand salutes that they do. They always get the stupid ass salutes. They're always like up here or like here, but it's just eyebrow. It's a great podcast showing me how to salute. <laughs> Anyway, they're wrong. Let's just listen to that. Yeah. So is that more? Do you think? Do you think that the salute part is just the actor doesn't know how to do a proper salute? And nobody think- cares enough to show them yet. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just a smaller thing that you wouldn't know that unless you knew how to do a proper salute. Mm. You would have no idea. You would think that you could just do whatever you want, just flow your hand up at your head, and it counts. So the 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 uniform stuff is interesting to me. Is that something that you just noticed on your own, or someone told you, or you, you it was pointed oh, out to you? I noticed it on my own. Yeah, yeah, you noticed that because they always have like the flags would be on the on the because my flag's always on my left shoulder, but a lot of times in movies it'll be on their right, mm-hmm. or like my name's always on my right, but the U.S. Army will be on somebody's right. Mm-hmm. It's always something small like that, but yeah, I've noticed that. Hmm. And it's it's more so it's it's more obvious in movies that aren't based off military like transformers was a big one that i noticed it on because they had military people in it but the whole movie wasn't military mm-hmm. so like their uniforms were jacked up <laughs> um, there's a lot of jacked up in transformers yeah <laughs> but the ones in like um in actual military movies uh they're more kind of spot on you kind of look for it a little bit more mm-hmm. are there any are there any um military like military-based movies that that stick out to you that are some of your favorites or that do a really good job of showing actual military life? Um, I, like I said, I don't watch a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. So not really. My favorite one would be Hacksaw Ridge, though. Yeah. That one was... Ooh, and that's only because I did a report on Desmond Doss before that movie came out. Uh, that's part of one of the things I had to, I had to do to be an NCO. Um, so I did an actual paper report on this guy and then his movie came out like a year later. So I was really excited how, to see that. How'd you think uh, Andrew Garfield did as as Desmond? I think Andrew Garfield does good everything he does. Yeah. I think so did, he, you, did you think he represented him well after having done a report on him? Uh, I mean, I never heard the guy talk, really. I just kind of saw pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to base it off of that. But I think he did a really good job in that movie. And that did movie the movie just stay fun. pretty Don't. faithful to him then? The like movie his, did. His the, there, was, there was, yeah. Yeah, it really did. It did a really good job sticking with everything. Everything I knew was represented in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't that is there. a damn good movie. It is. It's excellent. Uh, you know what? That movie came out a handful of years ago. I don't. Why don't we dust off my Waikiki here and we'll, oh, we'll give crap. Hacksaw we'll give Hacksaw Ridge this week's retro recommend. It occurs to me, Seth. You and I don't. Um, we don't often talk military movies very often. Are there any that you really enjoy, or is that a genre you don't gravitate to? I'll watch them if they come. You know, like they if they're reviewed well or whatever but uh uh hacksaw ridge is one one of my favorites that movie i saw that on a triple feature day um and that was that was a rough day oh, <laughs> that, God, was, yeah. that was the infamous hacksaw ridge nick uh nocturnal animals and manchester by the sea day uh, so that I'm was a rough one amazing you're um, alive it's a sad thing uh, uh dunkirk uh, i really liked from a couple years ago uh the the one with Gary Oldman, the greatest hour is that those darkest, darkest hour, hour. Darkest, darkest hour. That was really good. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a whole bunch, but those are some of the recent ones that I really liked. I my favorite um, military movies are the the military court ones. 
Uh, like a few good men. men being the best example, but there's a number of them. Uh, you and I were talking shallow hell. A time to kill is one another one of those. Well, it's not a. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the law, the military law ones are what I really dig. Mm. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan of like, and especially now that you're in the military, I'm not a fan of like military violent movies. No. It doesn't really get me no. turning like it maybe used to. But. You only like the military law ones because you watched Nash when you were growing up. Um, so MASH is great, but you're thinking of JAG. I'm thinking of JAG. Yeah. Yeah, you watched JAG, Jag when you were growing up. Seth, you ever see JAG? That, yeah, that was on, I think, on USA all the time. Yeah, and yeah. it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was that and then Walker, Texas Ranger that came on after. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear there, there, this is a USA side. I didn't think we'd ever go down this, but USA is reviving Nash Bridges with, uh, and, and Don Johnson's going to be back in it. What? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm That's... hoping we just get a, a return of Stone Cold Steve Austin's character if we're going to bring that show back. Wait, he was in Nash Bridges? Yeah, he was on the he was like in five or six episodes of the show, I think. I didn't know that. What? Yeah. Wait, was he already in WWE or was this pre I don't know how yeah, old that show this, was? This this is while he was in this whole run of everything. No shit. Yeah. I bet Steve Austin will show back up. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got Jag, we got military movies, all sorts of good stuff happening. Um, Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges, of course. <laughs> I, that's truly a shock that we arrived at Nash Bridges uh, on this podcast. <laughs> that I'm sounds gross. Very happy. That I, like we actually saying. made a promise before we started podcasting in general, before the first episode, is if Nash Bridges ever got brought up naturally, we'd have to be done. So this is it. We're, yep. we're done with the podcast. This is the final episode. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. I, I Somehow I thought it'd take longer. I, but... keep, I keep thinking he's saying Mash Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's like when someone kicks you in the pants. I think it'd be yep. a poopy pant. It'd be a what? I'd be, it'd be a shitty pants. That's what mash bridges would be. Mm. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Open to public. <laughs> um, let's see here. What? God, we got down a really weird rabbit hole just there. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we uh, So we went, uh, Kyle and I, last night, and Seth, I know you saw this this week, to Hobbes and Shaw. Hobbes and Shaw. Hobbes Hobbes's, um, and uh, Hobbs and Shaw, of course, The Rock and Jason Statham make a pretty good duo in that film, uh, and we'll talk about that a little later on. But uh, it has inspired this week's Mambo Number Five as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo Number Five. We are going to be counting down our top five favorite duos, and this could be in any any type of movie, comedy, drama, whatever. Uh, we did count down buddy cop movies a few weeks ago. Um, and so this, there may be some overlap with that, but uh, the, it's a wider scope here. Any any movie duo can 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 happen. It could be a couple friends, a couple, a uh, couple, a uh, couple enemies. Who knows? We're gonna get into a whole bunch of shit. We got all three of us have a, a top five list here that I'm excited to get into. Um, so uh, so why don't we just jump into it? Number five. My number five. These are all comedies, by the way. So uh, get ready for that. But uh, my number five is. Uh, Tommy and Richard from Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. They, they have such... I, I love these, just like these buddy idiot movie type things. And these two have such great, great chemistry. Uh, David Spade and Chris Farley, like they always did. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a classic movie. There's there's not... There's nothing that, you, that hasn't already been said about it. But it's a hilarious buddy comedy. Those guys were great together. Um, also in the movie Black Sheep. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. They're on SNL yes. too, weren't they? Yeah, they were on the same time as SNL. Black Sheep. I I like Black Sheep. I prefer it to Tommy Boy. 
And I know that's not popular because not as many people saw Black Sheep, but I love that movie. I used to watch it all the time on like TBS or whatever. What's the one where they're in the cabin? That's Black Sheep. That's Black Sheep? Yeah, yeah. I like that one better. That's when his dad's running for governor or yep. mayor or whatever? Yep. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That movie's dope. That was a big one in the Michael House. Yeah. That's because <laughs> we couldn't afford Tommy Boy, so we just said Black Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Boy was eight ninety nine in the in the used movies bins and, and yep. uh, Black Sheep is three ninety nine. Yep. yep. Hey, you could, that five bucks went a long way. Well, we used it to buy the pizza, uh, the frozen pizzas at the movie gallery. There you go. Dude, yeah. frozen pizzas at movie gallery. Yeah. Were they called Cheese Mountain? <laughs> Is that what they were called? I don't know. Seth, do you remember this? I, I don't think I... Yeah, actually, no, I did have... They were Take and Bake. Yeah, they were Take and Bakes, yeah. yeah. I think they yeah, were yeah. called Stars Cheese Mountain. Pe- it, was, it was Stars Pizza. It was Stars That's pizza, it. Yeah. That's it. Stars Pizza. Hell yeah. I had, I had so many Stars Pizzas back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That's funny because Stars is the name of a titty club here in Bend. Do they have pizza? <laughs> Do they have pizza? <laughs> they definitely uh, got the pepperoni nipples, though. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Get out of here. That was a reluctant. Could you hear the reluctance in that sounder? I, 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 w- I would have done it. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, my number five here, I think I'm the only one here who's seen this movie. Um but it's Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick in A Simple Favor, which came Ooh. out last year. And I think that's that's coming out on Amazon Prime soon, too. I've been wanting to check that out. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's another one that I didn't love, but I would recommend people see. Um, but the two of them in this are really playing really well off each other. Blake Lively is very, like, she's like like a bad bitch. Um, hey. You know, like, really run, runs the show, is really tough and assertive and, mm. and all of that, and and uh, Anna Kendrick is really meek and, and shy and, like, uh, really, like, suburban mom type. She's got, like, a food blog that she does for other moms. And so they really bounce off of each other really well. And Anna Kendrick just has that – she's got this quality about her when she's playing as the straight man. She, she reacts well to other shit. Uh, and Blake Lively is doing, like – the person you think Blake Lively would be when you look at her is the person she's playing in this movie. Like, she's so hot, she must be a bitch. And so that's that's her character in this. And the two of them are really, it's a yin and yang that works really well. Um, that was my favorite part of that movie. So I had to, had to include it here. I tried to mix up my d- different types of, of pairings here. So those are my, those, that's my lady duo. What do you got, Kyle? Oh, I have uh, <laughs> Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World at number five. Mm. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Um, just like a, another stupid comedy movie that just, I could just watch whenever I want to now. Um, and I had that. I also had... Um, I had Bill and Ted that got bumped for Wayne and Garth because fuck Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so I bumped Bill and Ted for Wayne and Garth. Fair. Which I think is fair. So you guys both at number five had um, uh, SNL people. Yeah. They obviously got to work together a lot. And I think that's obviously important in comedy. There's times when you can catch lightning in a bottle, but when it's a duo that works together a lot, I think that they they tend to, to really hammer it home when they get into a movie, which... Obviously, they had done Wayne and Garth a thousand times before they even shot that movie. So right, right. That worked really well. Yeah, those two were awesome. And I think the mark of a good duo, neither one of them would do well without the other one. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, Wayne and Garth are pretty fucking dope. Yeah, that was good. Number four. Uh, my number four is Dale and Brennan from Superbad. Wait. No? Those are the- <laughs> There's a stepbrother. Excuse me. Oh, oh, that threw me off so bad. I'm like, are those, the- those weren't the cops' names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Stepbrothers. Okay. No? 
No one? All right. No, it, uh, we do love, yeah, we love it. I mean, love's not a right. word, but it's a movie. Fuck it's me fine. then, all right? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Seth. I love Step Brothers. I've seen it probably a thousand yeah. times, and it makes me laugh so hard every time. Um, I never feel good about laughing at it, though. <laughs> I just kind of think it's so stupid that I shouldn't be laughing. And I laugh at dumb shit all the time, but that's just over-the-top dumb to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just saying off-the-wall shit just to say off-the-wall shit, just to make me laugh. Yeah, Which is kind of the point. It's kind of the point of comedies. I get yeah. that, but it's just it, it's almost it's too much of a stretch for me. You're not that's like to every comedy. That's like every comedy from 2000 to 2009. Yeah, yeah. Don't just yeah. I don't know. So you you just you weren't willing you to did. go that stupid, right? You like your comedy Kyle a little, just, little smart. Then I was in middle school when that shit came out, and that was the stupidest time of my life. <laughs> and I was still sitting there going, "That's kind of just too dumb for me." Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. There's a Kyle comedy just, just recently that we reviewed that I had that same criticism. I can't remember what it was. Stuber. Yeah, it might have been. It wasn't Stuber. I didn't see Stuber. Watch but, Stuber. but yeah, from um, what I hear about Stuber, that's that's pretty much what happened. I think we just learned that Kyle didn't laugh in the odds. So. <laughs> no, not at all. I just had a frown the entire time. It was a dark, dark <laughs> decade for, yeah. for Kyle over here. Uh, let's see. So you have the stepbrothers. I... Uh, obviously you guys know me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the Spider-Man well anytime I can. Um, and I'm going to go to a movie that is good. I swear to God, this movie's good. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man 2. No. And it's, uh, Gwen Stacy yeah, and Peter that, Parker. Kick that, kick that. We're kicking it. We're kicking that. All right. Kyle knows the rules. We're kicking it. I do know the rules. All right. Well, then it's to you for number four. Uh, my number four is Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in Hot Fuzz. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a good one. That's that's my number. Or and the other one that what was the other one? That they Shaun did? of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. No, those two together are just hilarious. Yeah. Um, and they they probably I'm assuming they work together all the time because they just seem to connect all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that movie was really funny. Did you ever see The World's End? Yes. Did you like that one? Because I've not seen it. Uh, I thought it was okay. It wasn't as good. I like yeah. Fuzz. Would you put it third behind those other two? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it wasn't great. I thought it was okay. Hot Fuzz is one of those movies as a police car goes by outside our window. Yeah, that's cool. You guys have a lot of fucking sirens today. What is going on out there? <laughs> um, Hot Fuzz is one of those movies that like I watch maybe every five years or so, but I I, I love it every time I do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it had been a, a long time since since I had seen it, and I think Seth, so you and I watched it uh, like a mm-hmm. year ago, and that movie just is awesome. Yeah, plain and simple. It's got surprisingly good action too. Number three. My number three is Evan and Seth from Step Brothers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, you don't have, do you have it higher, Cody? I don't. Wow, you didn't put them on your list? No, I didn't. I love that well, movie. I he said Step Brothers. Yeah, no, he, Kyle, he's, they're the characters from Super Bad. I know that, but I just wanted to make sure you weren't just rolling with that. No. Not everybody's going to know that. No, I know. Um. I love them. I I just I just didn't put him on the list. I don't know. I don't have a reason. Wow. I I, I mean, idiot. we we rushed through our list today, so okay. uh, I think it's. Yeah. I at least thought of that, <laughs> Cody. Yeah, Kyle's nodding like that's a good one. You're a fucking idiot, Co. Uh, yeah, they are fucking awesome though. The two of them are, mm-hmm. are great. Because I, I expect I I didn't even expect to like say what I was gonna say about them because I figured you would have them at number one and you know fillet them for the next ten minutes after. So oh no, uh, yeah. Never mind. Um, yeah, great movie. They 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 have the best chemistry in the movie. They're 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 hilarious and uh, good times. <laughs> I think with these, and we saw it again in Booksmart. Uh, one of the best ways to do a high school 
pair of friends is to make mm-hmm. one super vulgar and like loud and outgoing and the other is like more shy and reserved um, and and super bad. I don't know if it was the first to do it. I'm sure there were other movies where that was done, but they have, they are probably the any, best. Any other Michael Cera movie has done that. Yeah, yeah, to some extent, but it was certainly best done in Superman. Oh, yeah. My number three, so I didn't go so much comedy. I wasn't thinking as comedy as you were, which is probably why I neglected to put Superbad on here. Um, this next one is a, a romantic comedy, though, uh, and one of my favorite, or at least one of my most watched movies ever, uh, 500 Days of Summer. Uh, summer and uh, I cannot think of the man played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt's name right now, but um, the two of them have just a, a really special kind of chemistry, and it's sort of that like mumblecore nerdy type altern- alternative type people they also look alike they do kind of look alike (laughs) and they um yeah they just i you know that movie goes through all of the stages of a relationship and when they're disliking each other and fighting they do really well in that and then when they're really into each other and enjoying each other's company they do that really well too so they uh, i'm i'm kind of surprised that i haven't seen them in other things together since then because i think that they really are a good duo um but you know it'd be pretty hard to recreate what they got out of that movie. So maybe, maybe they wanted to avoid it or maybe they fucking hate each other. I don't know, but I just love that movie. And, and they're my favorite, like, um, like couple, I guess from a movie. Fair enough. Uh, my number three is Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn and wedding crashers <laughs> because those guys are the best friends ever. And it's awesome. And Vince Vaughn is hilarious. They, but Owen Wilson isn't. Owen Wilson's all right. <laughs> But Vince Vaughn's just super funny, yeah. Wedding Crashers is a movie I forget about a lot. Oh, it's hilarious. Though. I haven't gone back to it in ages. It's hilarious. Uh, one of Bradley Cooper's first big roles. Yeah. They, um, Oops. One of my favorite things about Wedding Crashers, I don't know if you'll remember this, Kyle. The um, crab cakes being phenomenal? No, we, oh, we rented, we rented our, as a family, we rented, rented Wedding Crashers. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yep. And um, we watched it, and it was the whole family, and we were young. I was probably like 13, and you were 10 or some shit yep. like that. And... There's an opening montage where they're fucking all these girls at weddings and it shows them like throwing the girls onto beds, like yep. a bunch of shots in a row. And some of them are naked. So there's titty. And this yep. is the first five minutes of the movie. Yep. And so as soon as that happened, mom kicks Kyle out of the room <laughs> because there was titties and there was not a single tit the rest of the movie. Not one tit the rest of the movie. You know how mad I was when I found that out? <laughs> I didn't watch the movie for three years after that. <laughs> I'm glad you made your way back to it though. Because it yeah. is, it is an excellent comedy. It's funny. Yeah. Kyle, get your ass out of the room. It was that quick, too. It was a Kyle go. And I was like, why? I don't think I wasn't even paying attention. Like, I didn't even see the tits. That's what sucks the most about it. Number two. My number two is Harold and Kumar from Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Um, if that's if that's not the best duo, or second best duo, I don't know what is. They're, yeah, they're, uh, they're friends till the end. They have crazy adventures together, trying to go get some terrible ass burgers. Uh, hey. what, a, what a great little, what a great You're not going to defend White Castle, are you? No, I, no. Okay. Oops. Yeah, that, that movie is, uh, it's great. It's hilarious. And I, I wish they would have went to like, I don't know, get a, at least a Big Mac or something. But any I mean, other burger would have been fine. It, exactly. But, but a lot, lot of fun. That's huh? the point though, is it's shit food, but they're stoners. So it's great. 
Yeah. Like that's that's part of the joke. If, if they can't actually go get the best burger, that's not as funny. Well, just... I'm not even saying go get the best, but go get something that's not like Harold and Kumar wet. go to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like at least get like McDonald's or something. But White Castle is just like it's just like soggy cardboard that's been sitting out in the fucking sun for three days. Yeah, but it's thirty of them. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think... I will get. I can get down with their fries though. They do have the, the crinkle cut fries. Those, those are delicious. I fucks yeah. crinkle cuts. Yeah, I fucks with them too. Yeah. Kyle and I got some Del Taco last night. We fucked up a whole big bag of fries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get them fries. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get them fries. <laughs> I didn't even know Del Taco had fries. That was a good surprise. Yeah. Surprise fries. Surprise, surprise. Surprise fries, yeah. <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, I also love fries. And my number two is hamburgers. Um, or what are we counting down? Our favorite fast food items? Hamburgers yeah. would be number two. <laughs> Out of all the things you can get at fast food, hamburgers is number two. <laughs> Put some cheese on it, at least. You're really going to hold me accountable for the joke I was making? Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> think about your shit. God. Hamburgers, hamburgers are number two. I'm going to get so... that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what is my actual number? We're doing duos. Um, so this one's a little bit of a cheat because it spans multiple movies in a way. Uh, my number two duo is Captain America and Iron Man in the MCU. That's fair. Um, I really like the way that they kind of juxtapose each other, especially in Civil War, I think is the best the best interaction. That'd, be the, that'd be the one to talk about. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Age of Ultron to some extent too. They they kind of have the opposite uh, opposite sides of the argument that's like, okay, how much like freedom and privacy should people be willing to give up for safety? Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting debate that I always have found really cool. And they personified it really well. And then they have obviously some really great scenes in Endgame. Some of the best shit is between them um, in Endgame. And uh, I, I think if, if I have a regret about the MCU, um, you know, the, the Infinity Saga, it's that we didn't get enough of the two of them together. But um, it, even though, even when they were on screen together, the fact that you knew that they were disagreeing with one another, or even when they were working together, um, they just had a really good rapport, really good back and forth. And they were the kind of people that, you know, were like, they respect each other and are buds, but they just disagree. And so, um, yeah, I really dug them. And obviously they're, they're the focal point, the, the main driver of the MCU. So mm-hmm. they must be, they must be pretty good. I didn't care so much about Iron Man in the first couple MCU movies that I watched, but it wasn't until Infinity War and Endgame that I really started looking. They did a really good job making his character. Mm-hmm. All of the characters have a really good, the, the main ones that have been there for the whole time have a really good backstory mm-hmm. and they all make a lot of sense. Hawkeye is one of the best ones and he just can talk about a lot. Yep. Yeah. We love Hawkeye on this podcast for sure. It's getting a Disney plus show. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah that'd be cool. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I don't really care about his daughter though. <laughs> all right. My number two, um, is amazing Spider-Man Two: Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield with Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Yep. Um, it's Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker and that's an amazing couple. Uh, it really gets tied off with, with her death in that movie. Can I spoil that movie? Uh, it's like five years old, so yeah. All right. Well, her death really no, ties Kyle. that together. <laughs> um, they did that, that was such a shock for me watching that in the theater that it just elevated that whole couple to me. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Like, you never... I didn't think they would do it. Up and even up even to the point where he's like... She's falling. And I didn't think... I, I know how she dies in the comics. Yeah. 
And I, she's falling in that in, in the theater. I see that, and I'm just like, oh, he's just gonna save her beforehand. Mm-hmm. Nah. And even up till like when she's unconscious and he's. I thought she there, would. <gasps> yeah, you think she's gonna wake up? She doesn't. Yeah. I, that hit me. That death hit me hard. Yeah, that got me. Um, and I think a lot of their chemistry. They were dating at the time. The two actors were. Oh. And so I think that's where a lot of that chemistry comes from. But like, that's the best stuff of that movie. I know Seth is gonna with uh, fucking yeah. Jamie Foxx and even if you don't like Jamie Foxx you have to at least admit Seth that the two of them were really great together yeah <laughs> I don't have to admit shit yeah cause Emma Stone I could tell she was faking it through that I mean she she truly loves someone else and it's not Andrew Garfield so who is it Seth? Yeah. it's me oh oh <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh. No. <laughs> they are uh, certainly pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I, it's, I'm a little bit sad we didn't get more... Like, I'm glad with what we ended up getting with Spider-Man after ASM 2, but I'm a little bit bummed that we didn't get that third movie. I'm okay with it. I wasn't a huge... I, I'm okay with Maze Spider-Man 2, but I'm not... It kind of... They put a bad taste on me in my mouth for the, the Harry Osborn stuff. Mm. I think they shoehorned that in way too quick. And they put that whole, they, they could have built, if, if he was in the first Spider, Amazing Spider-Man, then that would have made more sense. But they kind of just showed him up and then he just runs through and now he's Hobgoblin and now he's gone. So it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Mm. That I, that pissed me off more than anything that Jamie Foxx did in that movie. <laughs> I actually didn't mind that as much. Yeah. But the Harry Osborn stuff really threw me off. I think that's fair. But I think he would have had a big time role in the third one. Yeah. And or Sinister Six. They had big plans. And they might be getting back to them. Um, not with Andrew Garfield. Uh, no, not with Andrew Garfield. But um, I guess the with Spider-Man and Sony and Marvel. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I think there's like a a renegotiation coming up soon where Sony could potentially take back all of Spider-Man and well, not no, let him in no, the what, what the whole thing was is that if this didn't make, if the Far From Home didn't make a billion overall worldwide, then it would go back to to Sony. Um, now they're it, it's still. They still are together. I know they have to renegotiate Tom Holland's contract because his last movie is going to be the third Spider-Man. But uh, the overall deal with Spider-Man and stuff is is still on the table because it made that billion. So mm-hmm. it's still within the Marvel stuff. Probably quick, I would imagine. It's an interesting thing um, with that because Sony makes those movies. Mm-hmm. They're Sony movies. Yeah. Um, and they just contract the character over to the MCU <clears throat> for use in other movies. Um it's an interesting dynamic that they have, and it'll be interesting to see. Sony may try to wrestle back control of that because they feel like they've got something going with Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it would be a mistake to try to I, really build a whole big universe around Spider-Man on the Sony side. I but think it would be a mistake to put Venom in. I, Tom Holland's Venom. Not Tom Holland. Tom Hardy's Venom into this, the MCU, I think, is a mistake. You wouldn't want to see that, him go that, up against Tom Holland? No. That's actually uh, now is going to be in negotiations, it sounds like, is is for him to join that because Venom made a bunch of money. So the Marvel slash Disney wants him in. But it was cool because it was the Venom storyline separate from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's what was cool about it. Because um, Venom is his own series of comics and that's what it went off of. And I liked that aspect. I don't need him just I, if they started off and they did him with Spider-Man right away, then OK, fine. But don't do it now. I think it's too late. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I, I get that. I would be excited to see it, especially because I really like those two actors. Um, and as, as Seth was saying, it, it made a lot of money, so they're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we're on number ones now. Yeah. That was a diatribe, mm-hmm. but let's get to it. Number one. 
My number one is kind of a little bit of a cheat. It's two duos in one movie. Uh, Dante and Randall and Jay and Silent Bob in Clerks. Um, I could have guessed my, that. <laughs> maybe. Um, Jay and Silent Bob made a... a didn't they, I think they made an appearance last week, too. But, uh, yeah, Clerks is... I, I, I personally prefer Clerks 2 because it's just it's more of like a sentimental movie. But Clerks 1 is, is the better movie. But... Uh, they, they're both, they both have separate chemistry in the, in these movies and they're, they're, uh, they're just like, it's just like two guys just hanging out bullshitting like anyone would. It's just like if, if we didn't, you know, like when, before we had the podcast on like it, it that's how it would sound. Just like us bullshitting that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yeah, I, I love, love those guys. Especially in Clerks and Clerks 2, they've just got this snappy dialogue and I may be thinking more of, uh, Randall and... Uh, Dante. Yeah, that's that's what got I'm such more a snappy, to. quick dialogue that's really like eclectic. Is very nineties, um, mm-hmm. and was very. I don't know if like I'm trying to think of the right word, but it was like really hip, uh, really hip, really fast talking dialogue, and that that came back like around the Juno time, and um, like Downey Jr. is and his Iron Man kind of yeah. does a similar type thing, but it was a lot of that between Randall and Dante in that first movie, and I really dug that and. Obviously, mm-hmm. Jane Silent Bob are hilarious, but I would I would put Randall and Dante slightly above um, between yeah. the two of them in that movie at least. Yeah, no, no I, I agree. They're they're my favorite characters in all of the Kevin Smith movies is Dante and Randall. I'm gonna say about Clerks. <laughs> I just think I'm too. I think I was too young for that. I, I think that I didn't grow up with it, so I, I go back and watch it now, and it's just not. They say it's a cult classic, or what? I don't even know what that means. I think it just means some people like it, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's fine. <laughs> I just don't. It's just okay to me. Yeah. I'm not big on it. Yeah, it's one of those that you, you have to catch it at the right time and the right yeah. mood, you know. And Because um, you're right. It, it You know, it moves pretty slow. It's all dialogue. Yeah. It's black and white. So it's not yeah. obviously not going to be for everybody. Um, but uh, I am a fan. And oh, and I, I, I understand why it's funny. I get it. It's just mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. Uh, my number one will, well, I don't think will come as a surprise. I have Sam Jackson and John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. That's good. Uh, <laughs> the best scenes of that movie are with them in it. Uh, I would watch a movie with just the two of them in it. Uh, Vincent Vega and, and Sam Jackson's character is Jules. Uh, the opening first 20 minutes of Pulp Fiction is probably the most 20 minutes of any movie I've watched, uh, in my life. I, I've seen it a thousand times probably. Mm-hmm. And their dialogue, you talk about that snappy dialogue, uh, Tarantino does it as good as anybody. And, you know, they've talked about the Royale with cheese and all that yeah. stuff. Like it's, and then later in the movie when they're in their t-shirts, uh, because they blew that guy's head off in the car, like <laughs> everything, every scene that they're in in that is fucking great. And they're playing off each other in a really cool way. Yeah. That's not, it's not the dynamic that you would expect to see with like two hitmen. Mm-hmm. You know, you might expect to see more of a loud mouth, goofy guy and then a straight man. But both of these guys are each other's straight man and each other's wacky guy kind of trading back and forth. And it's really cool the way they did it. Um, I wish I could see more of that. That'd be pretty dope. Well, my number one also has a wacky guy and a straight man. And that is Cody Michael and Seth Ott from the SoCo show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not actually at all. Uh, My number one is Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn from Star Wars episode one. Fuck yeah. Uh, mainly when they are both fighting Darth Maul, because that's the coolest shit ever. Yep. And he's got the double lightsaber, and he's fighting two people. The only, um, the only duo better in that movie is the duo of Blades on Darth Maul's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, on the, on the prequels, because I think I'm higher on the prequels than most people, because I think 
I and maybe you were of the perfect age yeah. when it came out. Like, we were jacked for the fucking prequels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, you were about Anakin's age when it yeah. came out, too. So you had that. So are you, are you, do you like the prequels? Are you as high on them? I like the prequels just fine. Um, I understand. I think Jar Jar fucks up the entire prequels. I really, <laughs> I really think he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, episode three was really good with Anakin's turn. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Clone Wars was fine, was okay. Phantom Menace, I think, is a good movie. It's got a good villain in it. It's got the pod race and stuff. That's really cool. But I think Jar Jar screws it all up. Because mm-hmm. that's what everybody... That's the first thing everybody ever says. Yeah. Oh, I don't like Jar Jar Binks. I didn't either. But it wasn't for me. It was for the kid. Yeah. So I don't... And it's the same... They said the same thing, though, when the... Um, oh, what am I trying to... The teddy bear guys? Ewoks. The Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, they said the same thing for the Ewoks when those came out. People thought that ruined the movie. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't... It was for children. Yeah. You know? And they have that nowadays with the birds that were talking to Chewbacca. Porks. Porks, yeah. Yeah. I never had too much of a problem with Jar Jar Binks, to be honest birds. with you, dude. Like You didn't have a problem with Jar Jar? I I when I watched it as a kid, I was like, oh, Jar Jar is a character in Star Wars, and I just left it at that. And then ten years later I'm grown up and everyone's like, fuck Jar Jar Binks. And I was like, What? Why? I think what pisses me off about him, and it's not at all his acting or his how he's an idiot or whatever, it's that he ends up being like the Prime Minister of Naboo for some fucking reason <laughs> and he hasn't done anything to do that at all he's been fucking up the entire movie well he did trip over a bomb and kill a bunch of droids that's it <laughs> that's all he did that was helpful mm. and then everything else now he's just the now he's the person to talk to at Naboo now he's the main cheese and that doesn't make any sense to me yeah that is kind of frustrating yeah what do you do you buy into the uh, Jar Jar as a Sith Lord secretly uh, theory that there is no I don't not even the slightest <laughs> um I think that's stupid. Seth, you now you you didn't watch uh, episode one until later in life when we were get, gearing up for for Force Awakens. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you did you dislike strongly episode one or where were you on it? Uh, I don't. Know. I I I mean we we talked. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but I mean def- the prequels I definitely did not like as much as as the the OG movies. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's fair. I, I, de- I definitely, I don't fault anyone for not loving Star Wars as much as I do because it, it was a perfect storm for us growing up. And I think, I, I think the prequels are, in some ways, I think they're cooler than the originals to me. And that's just because they have all the actual Jedi Council are there. Mm-hmm. And you actually see all the Jedi. You know what I mean? And I think that's amazing. And then you can see Palpatine's rise. And that is, the, he's the best villain in any, any movie ever is Emperor Palpatine, also Darth Sidious. And you get to see all of that in the prequels. Mm-hmm. And they start building up from the very first one. And then now he's Chancellor. Then now he's doing all this. And then now he is, oh shit, he's Darth Sidious. Yep. And then he's the Emperor in the next ones. You get better better lightsaber duels. Yep. More Jedi. Yep. The politics are really interesting. That's one of my favorite parts. Is when I, I actually really enjoy the politics yeah. of, the, of the prequel trilogy. The original trilogy doesn't really have any of that. It's just no. kind of mindless, and it's fine. Like it's not a knock. Well, and it because they did the, the, the George Lucas makes uh, a New Hope and doesn't think he's making six movies after right. that. So there's zero thought at all into that, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of makes. And you can see that when you go back and watch the originals, you can see that okay, he didn't really know where he was going, and it works. But you could have developed a better story back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know it, but we we did get into a little Star Wars prequel discussion, which I like. Yeah. Um, but this is still Mambo number five. Um, uh, that's all of our lists. Uh, anybody have honorable mentions? Um, I did. I had Kevin Hart and Ice Cube and Kevin Hart and The Rock. Two separate movies, but equal duos to mm-hmm. me. because they're both. What, what about Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson in, in the scary movie movies? 
<laughs> no, I did not have. How you gonna go to bed dead and wake up alive? <laughs> I did not. I didn't realize I was skipping hard, honestly. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, I also have Lilo and Stitch because I thought of that. And I like Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. <laughs> yeah, that's a good duo. That's a good one. That's a good duo. I uh, I had a couple. Um, Seth Rogen, Bill Hader mm. in Superbad, which yeah. was mentioned. And then um, uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Uh, in 21 oh, like Jump Street, Street was yeah. a good one. And then um, also Jonah Hill and... Oh, it must have been Michael Sarah was the other one I was thinking of. Because yeah. I know I had a couple of them with Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, Seth, any honorables? Um, you mentioned a couple there. Uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I can think of right now. So let's I'll, fucking end this. I'll add one that's a little bit silly because I know not everyone likes this movie. Um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I like that movie. I like Angelina Jolie. That's fair. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it. Of course, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Soco Show Pod and let us know what you thought of our lists this week on Mambo Number Five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo Number Five. All right, more movie talk on the way. And, uh, of course, our, our, our newest segment, We Missed the Boat, uh, is back. And this week, we're going to see what Seth watched. So let's jump into it. Oh! I'm on a boat, and... You're going to need a bigger boat. It's just classic after classic, just 100% on Rotten Tomatoes bangers that have been sent in your but, way, Seth. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear what, <laughs> what you have this week. <laughs> well this one was good too um i'm still I, I, i'm wary about a few on the list but uh this one was good too i, I watched uh the cabin in the woods this week oh fuck yeah uh, that's a good one. mostly just because it was uh, pretty short so i decided to go for it because I, <laughs> I was trying to fit a lot of stuff in but uh but no very good movie uh it's it you can definitely tell so drew goddard was the director and co-writer of this with, with joss whedon and, and drew goddard did uh bad times at the el royale as well mm-hmm and that was one of, one of our favorites from last year. Uh, I could definitely see some of the influence there, but very creative, very um, mystery, like unraveling type thing. I knew about the whole story going into it, so I wasn't like surprised by anything. But it was still cool to see it all play out and how they how they executed everything. And uh, you know, hearing people talk about the movie in the past on podcasts or how you describe it, or whatever, um, it it was cool to see how it actually worked because it did all work really well, and it was really a, fun, a super funny movie. I uh, had a lot of suspense to it. Some I I liked Chris Hemsworth in this. Uh, I I didn't I honestly didn't know he was in this before I pulled up the IMDb before. I forgot but uh, really really fun all around. It's a it's a really really good movie. Uh, glad it, glad I checked it out and definitely saw a lot of influences in there. So I could see where where a lot of like Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard kind of got their beginnings. So uh, a lot of fun. I wish I would have seen this back in the day before it kind of was spoiled because. I even remember the trailers not like giving really anything away. It was more, it was presented as more of a straight up horror movie and kind of uh, adjusted from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave you, and that's why I didn't watch it back in the day because I didn't used to love horror movies, but uh, it was just, you know, here's some kids are going to go get murdered in the woods. They didn't give you any of the mm-hmm. extra stuff that's become satirical throughout the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you enjoyed this because I love, it's one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. When did that come out? 2011? Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. I watched that at a party one time with a bunch of girls. It was one of my first guy-girl party. Nice, nice. put that movie on, yeah. Did you get kicked out because of the boobs? Uh, No, I (laughs) stuck a laugh for that one. (laughs) That movie came out the same year as Thor. So that was like 
the last thing before Chris Hemsworth became a huge fucking deal. Mm-hmm. All right, so Seth, I'm going to keep you down a horror track here, uh, or I'm going to try to. You I'm, are. I'm not sure whether or not you've seen this movie, um, but this will scratch two of your itches. One, uh, your I love the Oscars itch, and two, your uh, horror movie itch. Have you ever seen The Silence of the Lambs? No. All right. Not. Then we're going to put that on there because uh, it, I think is the last movie to do this. It won five the five Oscars, um, screenwriting, directing, what? best picture, best actor, and best actress. Was that 91? 91, yep. Okay, so that was the that was the Oscar the year that we were born. Yeah. Oscar winner year we were born. Yeah, it was. That's pretty cool. Uh, sounds, you're going to dig it. Like, it's, it's critically fucking great. Um, yeah. And there's really good suspense and horror in here. I think you're going to... Kyle, have you seen Sounds of Lambs? I don't think so. Well, put it on your list, too, because it's great. List. I've seen it a bunch of times on, like, TBS. Yeah. Um, but it's been a while since I just sat down and sat down with it and, and watched it. T- TBS? Are you sure? Because that's the channel that says very funny. <laughs> so, or, uh, yeah. Do I mean TNT? TNT? You mean TNT? Yeah, I mean yeah. TNT. Yeah. Um, uh, TBS shows Happy Gilmore and and Tommy Boy all the time. They don't show <laughs> yeah. Wayne's World. Saw Wayne's World on TBS. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's right. That's fair. Um, all right. Good. I'm glad. Uh, so you you get that on there. And uh, for Silence of the Lambs, you just made the list. <laughs> So we're excited to have that on there. Uh, so your updated list, Seth, is now what? Uh, Silence of the Lambs, Nightcrawler, Equilibrium, Steve Jobs, and How to Train Your Dragon. Cool. I. Um, Why are you not watching How to Train Your Dragon? <laughs> Why have you not seen that? That's a great movie. Right? Yeah, those are good. All, all three of them. All three of them on there? Uh, I, well, I just put the first. Oh, all three of them. And if he likes them, maybe he'll watch. But it, tell those him. Are good. Tell those him. are That's good movies. Movie. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Why, Why have you not I seen did- that? It's, I it's just haven't been in the mood for anime. Yeah. Oh, you're not just like I've fuck dragons not... and just watching them. <laughs> and generally, if I watch animated, it's going to be Pixar, and that's DreamWorks, and so I have a little oh. bit harder of a time. But I watched my first movie for this was Inside Out, and I loved it. So mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So he's coming along. We got to My the thing is, you got to you got to work him in. You know. You gotta... I don't know about that because you no, you purposely that. skip out on a lot of Pixar animation, like. I have I have two animated movies on your list, so it's not like you're the animated king. I didn't say that I was. I, I well, was you're just, acting like was, you are over there, Mr. High and Mighty. I was just getting you into the animation. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm not just going to throw at you every animated movie. Like it's like you start with something like Inside Out that I feel strongly that you're going to like, and then you, and then once you like that, then you can work in other stuff. You know, it's the same reason I didn't put the Matrix on the first edition of the list. You know? That's true. Which Although I wish you would, because it's free right now in a lot of places. But eventually, it's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, be. they're all over Amazon right now. I'm gonna wait until it's yeah. not free and then put it on. <laughs> and then I'm never gonna watch it. <laughs> and uh, actually, so that dovetails nicely. My list right now does feature two Pixar films: uh, Toy Story three and Wall-E. And then I've also got Call Me by Your Name, Leave No Trace, and Blind Spotting. And um, I'm I actually got some time this week to, to catch a couple flicks. So Wally's on your list. I'm sure oh, I'll God. catch something. You don't like Wally? It was boring as hell. Kyle doesn't like Wally. You're Seth. fucking boring. It was boring as hell. Yeah, because you don't like high concepts. <laughs> it's a kid's movie, man. <laughs> so is How to Train Your Dragon, Seth. Kyle, you're gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah, but there can't be. There's like barely any dialogue in Wally. Is there any? Yeah. There's a little bit. Wow. That's that's, that's yeah dialogue. no no that's not it'd be cool if it was like a thirty minute short but it's not it's a full play movie now I'm excited Kyle, to watch this I see where I land you have to you have to use your brain to understand it Kyle I was too young to have a brain Seth and I haven't watched it since <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well either way we got a lot of we got a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe 
But no, my point, yeah, it's I'm not I don't claim to be the animation king. There's a lot of animated shit. Toy Story I haven't <laughs> fucking seen. Um, Toy Story three. But like, when have I, you seen one and two? When I think of yeah, I've seen the first two. Um, when I think of the lists, and I don't know, Seth, if you do the same thing, it doesn't seem quite like it. But I've got like I've got your list kind of in categories. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like you you picked a horror movie, so I give you another horror movie. And uh, if you pick you know one of the others, then I've I've got I know what's behind each movie individually. Uh, so I like to keep it in themes, keep it mixed up. So that way you can, uh, we're trying to broaden each other's horizons, right? So, especially with horror, because there's a lot of good horror that you haven't seen. Well, I'm just trying to get you to, to watch better movies, so. Oh, get the fuck out of here, you say. You're just going to get a bunch of Oscar bullshit. So <laughs> That's all you're going to get. Oh, this movie got third place at the Indian Film Festival in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> the filmography is amazing. <laughs> Again, Kyle, just because you don't like high concepts and to use your brain. I'm just using words, man. I don't even know if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> keep 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 in mind keep in mind that Kyle hates Oscar movies when we get into our reviews in just a second, because I got a feeling we're gonna say some nice things about a movie that has no chance of winning an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get forward though. Uh, I this I is, done that yet. This has been yet another uh, fantastic edition of We Missed the Boat. Oh I'm on a boat, and you're going to need a bigger boat. All right. So uh, we had The Cabin in the Woods, which, of course, came out back in 2011. But let's get into some 2019 movies in this week's reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. Mm-hmm. We got uh, two two reviews coming at you. Uh, one that Seth has seen and the other that all three of us have seen. Seth, why don't we start with, uh, with <laughs> this, this movie you saw. I have no fucking clue what it is. Is it the sword one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To the sword one, um, yes, it is a sword one. Uh, it's called Sword of Trust. It is a small independent movie that won third place at the Indian <laughs> Film Festival in 2013. <laughs> um, no, it did not do that. But it's uh, it's a small little indie film uh, on. Uh, you can stream it right now. It's also kind of making the rounds at some of the local art house theaters too. But stars Mark Marin. Um, it also stars that like kid my- from Baywatch who got his penis stuck in the lawn chair. <laughs> 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 uh, those are the, really only two recognizable, like super really recognizable people in this one. But basically what this is, uh, they, those two, uh, Mark Marin and the penis guy, uh, run a, <laughs> run a pawn shop together. Uh, Mark Marin's the owner and I think the, the penis guy is the, <laughs> is the, the, uh, like guy who like just writes documentation up and stuff. But um, they get a sword that's brought in by this, uh, this, this lesbian couple who, uh, the, one of the grandfathers, uh, one of their grandfathers died and had a sword. And with the sword, it had like documentation and a letter that basically says that the South won the civil war <laughs> and that this sword is proof of it. And so obviously this is like kind of a, it's like a comedy, like the, the guy, the grandfather was like kind of a little crazy and stuff, but be, they, the Mark Marin, who has this pawn shop, he sees this and he's like, I'll offer you a couple hundred bucks, whatever. And, and they say, no, we're going to go somewhere else. So he decides to look this up online because they tell him the story about it. And there's a whole world of like conspiracy theorists who believe that the South actually won the Civil War based off some of the documentation that they brought in and some paintings and things. And they he, they see a picture of this sword uh, online. There are like, people buying versions of that for like $50,000 or whatever. So he realizes, oh, crap, this is worth money and I can swindle these idiots um, I'm going to try and buy this from from the two people uh, for cheap and then, um, you know, sell it to these crazy conspiracy theorists. And so they come back and they 
then they realize that, you know, he's trying to pull one over. So they kind of go in together. And that's that's the meat of the movie is that these four people trying to get this sword sold to some crazy conspiracy theorist Confederate people. And, and it's it's pretty funny because the, the overall like chemistry they have and the the dialogue back and forth is really funny. There's some funny joke one liners here and there. Mark Maron plays a super dry uh, sense of humor type character where he just, you know, he's, he's kind of cracking on everything that that comes through. And he, he's just generally a funny guy. I've really liked him a lot recently, especially in this and and glow. Uh, he's great in glow, too. So, uh, yeah, just just a kind of a funny like it's not nothing serious. Nothing crazy happens in this movie. Just a funny little adventure comedy uh, with some, some conspiracy theorist wackos in it. And uh, there's like this one uh, uh, Confederate racist type guy, but he's. Uh, he's just very dumb, but just like, mm, yeah, you know, like one of those guys that just kind of mumbles through everything. And uh, he's very serious about this conspiracy stuff. And uh, it's just funny. It's like some of the shit he says and like the way he reacts in situations. So it just has that type of thing where they have these characters that kind of pop in and out and uh, just have a lot of a lot of little one liners and that type of thing. But definitely worth checking out. Uh, really fun movie. So uh, it's it's streaming now. Local art house theaters. It's playing in, too, I think. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. If you have a chance, check it out. There you go. Sword of Trust, uh, which that plot sounds awesome to me. That sounds really interesting. That's funny. And yeah. Kyle, I know you're a big Mark Maron fan. I do like Mark Maron. Uh, he has a real podcast I like listening to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Oh, homie's got jokes, huh? <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. The whole. I'd rather read that story in a book than see that in a movie to me. I think that's interesting and all, but I don't need to. It just doesn't sound like a funny movie it just sounds like an interesting story which i would rather read about that sounds funny to me i mean it could be i mean if it was like done really earnestly i could see it as a book that was like you know diving into this world but seth they're playing this for comedy yeah yeah they're playing it for comedy for sure and and that's why they have like kind of these wacky characters and they they, you can definitely tell they're letting mark maron just kind of go with it it's i mean it's clearly oh that dude is hilarious movie so he, he's funny and like he's, yeah. he drives the the comedy in this a lot he's he's good i mean there are a few kind of small emotional beats in here but otherwise it's it's mostly played up for comedy and and just a lot of really funny funny notes hit here and there so definitely worth it's only and it's only like an hour and 25 minutes it's a pretty short movie so it's not like they try and fit a bunch in it's a p- pretty fast paced it goes goes through pretty quick and has a has a yeah. pretty good uh, rate of jokes throughout it so it's i enjoyed it a lot lighthearted Unfortunately, my military installation does not have a hanky-panky art house theater that shows only <laughs> movies that were made with $300. <laughs> Therefore, I will not be able to check this one out until it gets well, some real money. Well, you can... Uh, you, you, can know, you, know, you know what doesn't cost you money is the ability to hear when people are talking. And I said that it's streaming at the beginning. So oh, well, you, you said it. streaming at the art house theaters, though. No, streaming and at art house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know how uh, I don't. work. I, I don't I, stream I, movies. I don't know. I don't know what our house theaters do. I'm sure they sit there with their fancy cups of coffee and they snap at the end of the movie. They do. They do have coffee at our house theaters. I'll give you that. Yeah. Do they, but, do they snap at the end? Do they, they snap? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's sort of clapping. Everyone. Everybody snaps. There's a piano player yeah. in the background. Yep. And then we put our scarves and fedoras on and we walk out. Yeah, that works out. Oh, I love this. Um, I didn't. I didn't know. I, this didn't occur to me until we were doing this podcast. But you guys do have kind of opposite tastes. You you don't really get into the high the high minded. Uh, Nothing RD about me is high minded. No, I don't pretend to be. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, well, let's get away from the high minded and into this other. Review. Oh, see, this shit I could talk about. Shall we? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all of us this week went to Hobbs and Shaw. 
which is a Habs. Fast and Furious <laughs> spinoff. And out now, for background, Seth and I don't watch the Fast and Furious. Kyle, have you watched all the Fast and Furious movies? No, fuck no. Okay, good. I think I watched the first one. Um, and I think I saw Tokyo Drift, but I couldn't tell you anything about them besides they were cars and they were fast and they did some jumps and stuff. Yep. That's about all. People were furious. Yep. And people were pretty furious. (laughs) So Um, (laughs) this one has. Oh, and that one girl sucks. Michelle Rodriguez, is that her name? Yeah, she sucks. She's terrible. She's like Uh, the female Keanu Reeves to me. Oh, get the. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's the way she talks. His mic is off. Um, Hobbs and Shaw has The Rock, uh, who is Hobbs, I guess. And, yeah. and uh, Jason Statham, Jason Statham, who's Shaw, Shaw, yeah, and Vanessa Kirby, who can get it, and um, the three of them are going up against Idris Elba, who is Black yeah. Superman. Yeah, he's Black Superman. And this, whew, this was a big, dumb, loud action movie. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the two of us, we 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 got some beers beforehand. Oh, you we, have to. We knew that we uh, shouldn't be probably yeah. thinking too hard about everything no. in this movie, and we still did. And we did a little bit. We were in a pretty empty theater, so we were able to vocalize our thoughts a lot, which was pretty funny <laughs> and pretty fun. Um, but I had a blast at this. Uh, I, this was a surprise to me, but I had such a good time. Yeah, I think I had a lot of fun because you were there next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if I watched that like alone or at, at home by myself, I would have just turned it off. Well, Seth, what did you think? You didn't. You weren't in party mode for this one. Did you enjoy it still? Who said that I didn't? Who, who said that I didn't uh, go with someone else? Huh? Well, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I I went to this one just like I do every other movie. But I had a blast. I had a really good time. It was fun. Uh, just And I was like, I mean, in the perfect spot for it with just, uh, you know, right in front of the screen, loud ass sound ready to go. And it was it was a lot of fun. I laughed throughout it. I thought the chemistry with Jason Statham and The Rock was was great. The the action was pretty awesome. It was directed by David Leach, who did uh, John Wick and, and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's he's he knows how to direct action. So he, he did a good job here. And yeah, overall, I just thought I thought it was a boatload of fun. A little bit long for me. I thought I thought they could have yeah. cut out a few things here and there. It was a little over two hours, which uh, doesn't always bode well for these type of movies. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, had a fun fun time. I, I would recommend that. Some one. Surprise cameos of that that I didn't see coming. Yeah, and I want to keep those yeah. off because they potential spoilers. Um, and and the, but that were really cool. You had some yeah. some characters mm-hmm. pop up in here that was really enjoyable to see. Uh, kind of working with everyone on screen here. What did you think of of Statham and The Rock and their their chemistry and their back and forth? I nodded my head. You nodded? Oh, yeah. well, that's great for a podcast. I don't fucking know. I've done this before. But, um, but no, their their chemistry was really funny. I don't know them at all in their previous movies, so I have no idea how much of that was like a buildup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if this movie came out and some Fast and Furious nut was like, oh, I can't wait to see them interacting together. Oh, they're going to be so furious and fast. <laughs> I don't know if that ever happened, but I saw like, The Rock and Jason Statham, and I'm like, all right, well, they're both pretty kick-ass, so I'll check it out. And they were kick-ass. And they were hilarious. It was less campy. I should say, their interaction between one another was less campy than I expected. It's yeah. still highly campy. It, it, it felt more like actually how The Rock would probably talk to him. Yeah. It kind of felt yeah. real. It felt real. Mm-hmm. He felt like, to me, he felt like The Rock in wrestling, the way he insulted. He even had like a turn that bitch sideways comment. Oh, God. Comment he did so too. many like, wrestling plugs. That's what that's half the reason why I love the movie. It's all the <laughs> yeah. wrestling plugs that they had in there. And I was just he was, jonesing for it. 
Yeah, he was very much like like how he was back in wrestling, just the way he yeah. insulted Jason Statham and all that stuff. And I also like too what I noticed again going back to the fighting is that they both have really distinct fighting styles, which mm. I thought was nice because in a lot of these buddy action movies, you'll just get a lot of the same fighting over and over again. They're just fight, you know, they're fighting people in the same ways. But in this one, like Jason Statham's very like calculated and like very like technique driven, whereas The Rock is just smashing fools, He's just, just throwing them and all that stuff. Them around. <laughs> So there's something there for, like, everyone in terms of, like, if you want a big brute, you got The Rock. If you want, like, cool fight sequences, you got Jason Statham. And then Vanessa Kirby was going crazy with her fights, too, so. This was, um, this movie had, I did not expect this, and it might have been because, frankly, we were drunk. But, um, there were some moments when we were, like, cheering. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a point when they hit some nitrous in one of the cars, and both Kyle and I were like, fucking Nitro, let's go! We have to talk about how none of that shit made any sense, though. Oh, no, it didn't track Just at all. none of it did. The entire movie didn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> the only thing that was funny about it, or that was cool about it, is that they had nitrous, which is fun. The rock slamming people down, which is fun. There's cars jumping and people flying and people, and Andrus Alba is, is Black Superman. He did a great job at that. He did a great... Andrus Alba has this motorcycle... Oh, that was so cool. That goes along with him, and uh, it is fucking sick. I would watch a movie just uh-huh. with him and just that motorcycle. that motorcycle around, yeah. yeah. It was... It was like the next... It, his motorcycle is like the next evolution of Batman's like, was, cycle, we where it kind of goes sky- too, yeah. sideways. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's just sweet. walking next to it, like the coolest man alive. Yeah, it like drives yeah. into him and picks him up. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. There's also... Yeah. You mentioned the wrestling bits. For wrestling fans, there, there's a number of, of cool little tags and stuff. And then uh, Roman Reigns, who's a current WWE wrestler, <laughs> they get their ooh-ah in. Because oh, uh, I think Ro- I think Roman Reigns gets to spear a guy. Yeah, he spears we were, a dude. I think we stood up. That's when we cheered. <laughs> That's when we cheered. And then we went ooh-ah yeah, he, with him. He didn't have a single line in that movie, but... <laughs> yeah, he did. No, he didn't have a word. No, he had ooh-ah. Oh, okay, that counts. That does count. Yeah, yeah. That, that counts. He was in the main screen. He was the vocal. Yeah. It definitely counts. Okay, fair. That's like his catchphrase. Yeah. So this uh, Hobbs and Shaw, here, he here's the question. If, if, we, yeah, if, right. we get, uh, if we get a Hobbs and Shaw 2 uh, expanded, if they go out in this direction with these two, are you guys going to be along for the ride? If they take Roman Reigns with them and then add John Cena, I'm totally in. <laughs> well, well, John Cena is replacing The Rock in the new, the actual Fast and Furious Oh, he's movie, replacing so. The Rock in that? I thought yeah. he was replacing Vin the Diesel Rock, and they are doing it together. So so the rock is not friends with Vin Diesel. They don't get along. And so that's kind of how this movie came to be is that there is some whole thing with like screen time and money and all this stuff. And they just couldn't agree. So the rock was like, all right, we're going to make a spinoff with, with Shaw, uh, uh, Jason Statham's character. You guys can keep doing the fast and furious thing. So that's why John Cena is in the next one and all that. I, um, I don't really care to see that now. (laughs) I, I am excited for another Hobbs and Shaw, though. I think if they continue along with this more action-oriented as opposed to, like, the driving stuff, where they go with the fighting and all that, I'm totally into that. And then if they include some of these, uh, there's some cameos that you mentioned that could fit in in terms of a team. I think that would be super fun, with yeah. have, having that te- whole team together uh, as, like, a Hobbs and Shaw thing. That we would, had, we had cool. that same thing. Seth, did you notice that that whole last big, uh, same as last big fight, it's not spoiling anything because it's an action movie. Mm-hmm. But did you notice that whole fight took place in the three different times of day? <laughs> uh-uh. I it did not started know. off dark, and then it was sunny, bright, sunny day. 
And then it was dark again. Yeah. And the rock went from like skirt to pants to skirt again. <laughs> I did notice him changing. I did notice him like actually put on a shirt. He put, and how pants. fucking weird. He like gets up onto a truck and is like, put a, a shirt on, on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like I was thinking that too. I'm like, why is that so important right now? Like, why? And also, where did you have the shirt? That's, that, yeah, that, yeah. No, none of that. Yeah, there was a ton of that crap. You gotta be, you gotta suspend disbelief entirely. Oh yeah. In this also, film. too, I was reading fans of the Fast and the Furious franchise are kind of freaking out because uh, Jason Statham is like 50 and Vanessa Kirby is like 30. But in this movie, they're presented as, like, brother and sister who are only a few years apart. Mm -hmm. And so they're supposed to be the same age in this. And I think I remember reading that they're both, like, if you follow the timeline, would be, like, in their 20s or something. Like, it's just fucking weird. It's apparently really weird how this is all supposed to be. But, yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) they don't really have much to say in terms of... keeping continuity and making things well do we know sense. how big jason statham's character is in the fast and furious stuff i think he's he a, was just he's, in a, he's a bad guy in one movie and then the he, seven he joins the good guy he team. joins him and reluctantly fights alongside the rock right and then this is would be the third one that he's in right yeah, i think so yeah we're gonna have to be corrected know. by fat if you're a fast fan or do, do you know anybody who's like oh, i love the fast and furious movies i don't even know anyone who's yeah. seen them do you seth i think I mean, I, I don't know if I can name them specifically. Like, I have friends that are super. Yeah, I guess I do. I, I know my roommate, Matt, and he's into them. Oh, but, yeah. uh, that's not a Big car. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, they make these movies make a ton of mon- money, and there's a bunch of people who just love to go watch, you know, once every couple of years to people drive around these cars and <laughs> go drive through skyscrapers and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I get why people get excited, but, like, I, I think, at least in the other Fast and the Furious movies, they focus too much on the the characters and family and shit like that and like they get serious moments out of them and i don't give a shit about those like i'm way more into the there's there's a little bit of story in this but i mean mostly this is a bunch of hitting and shooting and fighting and driving so it's just like there's not there they didn't spend that much time on like oh my family i love you (laughs) like you know (laughs) and that's yeah that's that why that's why this movie was so much fun it's because they Mm -hmm. didn't the plot i couldn't even tell you the plot I have zero idea. <laughs> Everything was so generic action drama stuff that's happening. Like it's insert movie here and the same thing happened in that other action movie. Well, that, this one too, they focus, I think this one, at least again, I haven't seen a Fast and Furious since Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> too Fast for y'all, man. Um, but but uh, I, I haven't watched one since then, but I, I like this one is a lot of com. There's a shitload of comedy in this movie, whereas yeah. I don't think the other ones are as comedy focused. I think those are more, again, more dramatic, not like super dramatic, but like family and you know, racing and stuff. Whereas this one was just like constant jabs at each other, constant cameos of funny moments. And like, this just felt way more like a nineties action pack dumb movie, which I, I had a lot of fun at. Absolutely. Uh, this strangely enough is getting a recommendation from all of us. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but again, know what you're getting into people. Okay. Get hammered, get hammered, yeah. <laughs> take a buddy, do some high fives. Yeah. Uh, maybe do some push ups beforehand. Get the testosterone flowing. Um, oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. We should have done some push ups. <laughs> that's all we were missing. <laughs> There's just some push ups. I lost the push ups. Mm, like, yeah. we dead ass were doing high fives during this movie. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. so fun. I'm really glad that nobody in that theater knows who I am. Because <laughs> I don't think I can show my face there again. That's pretty douchey. We were, we were yelling a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yelled nitrous pretty loud when they hit. Oh, nitrous! (laughs) It's been it's been probably fifteen years since I've seen nitrous used in a movie, so I was pretty riled up when I did see it. Any fucking sense? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it did, yeah, what they did with it was so stupid. <laughs> um, but that is a, that is Hobbs and Shaw. Again, it gets a, a, a surprise recommend from all of us. We had a blast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who, kn- who knows, Seth? We've been talking about August being a shitty month. Maybe, maybe it's off to a good start with Hobbs and Shaw, and we'll have some other surprises here. I want to see the Peanut Butter Falcon. I want that to come out soon. Yeah, very excited but, for that uh, Shia LaBeouf. Is that another NDR house? <laughs> yes, yes, but yes. it's about it has wrestling. It has wrestling at all. Jake the Snake Roberts and Mick Foley are in it. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that streaming now too? No, it's coming out. No, it's big theater. That, that one's going to be more of a theater release. That's still not going to get to my theater. I think there's a chance it won't. No. no. Uh, Good Boys is the next one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be a good. One. That one'll be funny. So. Uh, more to come every week. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing all the, the all the big releases, um, and occasionally what? occasionally one of them catches us off guard. <laughs> and Hobbs and Shaw did just speaking that. Of, speaking of good boys. Um, when I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was a pretty packed theater at like nine a.m. It was like almost full, but they showed a trailer, the Red Band trailer for Good Boys beforehand, and that was fucking killing. People were loving it. Oh yeah, and it's a weird audience that I was with because it was like a bunch of old people at nine a.m. seeing a Quentin Tarantini. Quentin Tarantino movie, but all these old people were just dying at the Good Boys trailer. So I'm like, all right, I think this this is going to be a good movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think people are going to like it. I know I will. So we'll see. Kyle says he's nodding. I don't know. Again, what you're he forgets about. this is a podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know Good Boys? <laughs> it's, it's these young kids. They're like twelve. And oh, is that the one where they're in like middle school or whatever, and they're going to go to a kissing party? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> kissing yeah. party. Like. <laughs> That's what they call Good it. Good old fashioned yeah. kissing party. They call it a kissing party. Kyle didn't get invited to those. Not until late age. <laughs> Not until Mostly because he was calling them kissing party. You guys want to have a kissing party? No, no it's because they were, they were playing horror movies, man. I wasn't a part of that life. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't down with that. I did a lot of kissing during the Texas Chainsaw Massacre back in 2004. I did a lot of screaming during the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Nobody wants a kiss that guy. Nothing gets a. a 13-year-old girl were all riled, oh, hi, riled up in some Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dude, then a scrawny white kid screaming at <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, as much as I'd love to talk about my conquests at age 13, uh, we better That's probably move the prime on. of your conquest in life. We got, we got to wrap this podcast up. That's it for this week's reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! Mm-hmm. We, uh... After reviews, of course, uh, we're going to wrap this show up. But before we go, uh, let's give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So I will go first here, and I will I will say as my one more thing, Kyle shakes his head at me. He doesn't seem to have a one more thing, um, nothing to recommend or anything. No. No, he says no. Uh, <laughs> then I will I will use my one more thing to, to, to congratulate my younger brother. He is, we're off to get him married. Uh, this week. So by the time this podcast uh, rolls out, uh, Seth or Seth, Kyle will be yeah, um, Seth. <laughs> Kyle yeah, will be, that. you'll be Mrs. <laughs> what are your new last name be? Nah, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Kyle will be a married man. Uh, so He'll be a hyphenate. Sorry, ladies, he's taken. Uh, we're headed off. Actually, as soon as we wrap this podcast in a second, we're getting on a plane going <clears> to <throat> Fort Collins, Colorado to uh, get him married off. So we'll hang out with the family yeah. and do all that. So congrats, little brother. Very excited and happy for you. And, um, Glad that we were able to have you on. Seth, you would have been invited if you were just a little bit cooler. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I got the address from Cody, so I'm wondering if uh, your f- future bride will be okay with me having a cot next to your guys' bed so oh, I can uh, so I can stay in the honeymoon suite. No. I don't know why any reason why that wouldn't be okay. No. Yeah. I mean, if you are in the area, there's some kick-ass prime rib. 
I know you like some prime rib. <laughs> I do love some prime rib. I'm not going to not feed you. That's I can't true. do right. that. It's true. I'm not an ass. I, I'm excited well, for true. the prime rib. Give that's me what I want! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, my, my invite got lost in the mail because of the uh, countless wedgies that I gave you yeah. from ages like, you know, six, seven to... You know, like last year. So. Yeah, you just wedged <laughs> your way right out of my life. Um, <laughs> I did. It's no one's fault, so but you're I apologize. Yeah. I know. I I, I I lie awake at night. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, I I have I have regrets, and number one on my list is all those wedgies I gave you. So yeah. that's that's why I walk funny today. <laughs> this is what when this... you're walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the Soko show is all about. We're we're mending old wounds, old wedgie wounds. Yeah. Some wounds just old can't get big... amended. No, some wounds just true. don't go away. There's still a crack in my ass. <laughs> I don't think it's Kyle, going away. I don't, away know, if, I don't know if you took. I don't took. I don't know if you took anatomy class, but uh, there's supposed to be a crack back there. You can't blame that. Not one the way mine looks, man. You guys, this just in. <laughs> Break yourself, fool! Kyle has a crack in his bum, yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna get off to the hospital now. Um, <laughs> Seth, you'll get a kick out of this. We uh, we went to Men's Warehouse last week to pick up our tuxes, and. Uh, the tuxedo person asked us if the two of us were getting married to each other. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, I, I could do better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he was thinking of you when he did said he, it too. So. <laughs> when, when you, uh, when you charge your card, did he go, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> he, he did not say that. Um, he said, nah, sorry for calling you gay. And then we said, <laughs> <laughs> men's warehouse and then he goes sorry for calling you gay <laughs> and then he goes what are you guys like best friends and we're like no we're brothers and then he was more confused than he was but we said we weren't gay <laughs> this, I th- he almost fell down he was, yeah he goes brothers what no you confused. two no was <laughs> Keanu Reeves there what <laughs> yeah whoa yeah. brothers no whoa yeah. no we need to stop this bus give me a gun <laughs> What did you say earlier about that? What was that quote? The kid had to go pick up a baseball. Kid. <laughs> yeah, you got to go pick up a tuxedo. <laughs> oh my god, great uh, stuff, uh, Seth. What about you? You got anything this week for one more thing? Um, a little bit, just real quick. I did have a chance last night uh, as I was getting ready to to fall asleep on the couch. I watched uh, Whitney Cummings' stand up special, her new one on Netflix. I watched um, that too. Actually, check that out. Yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. I liked, I liked it. her. Uh, she uh she's she's pretty she's pretty consistently funny in, in a lot of her stuff nothing that's like hilarious like belly laugh crying mm-hmm. laughing but pretty funny observations there's a few things that made me maybe giggle and i was able to stay awake through all of it so i didn't fall asleep on the couch so uh that that's high recommendation i've, right there. I've never seen her solo stand up before though i've only seen her mm-hmm. like at parts of roasts and like a, a bunch of other mm-hmm. things um so seeing her and i always think she's funny her roasts are always hilarious and she's always the one mm-hmm. that goes pie too far with roasts which i think is the whole point <laughs> of doing them yeah but um her stand-up i thought was really funny and i was interested yep. to see her just by herself if she could entertain me for that long and she really she really did I think her first one in quite a while too. I think it's been a few years since she's had one. So um, yeah, she's yeah. she's good, very solid. Because I, yeah, I knew who she was because of the roast. Like that's mm-hmm. the only reason why I even know she exists. Mm-hmm. She's got a good bit, and I I just saw this clip from I think it's this new trailer. She got a really funny bit about a sex robot. Yeah, in that yep. uh, that yeah. I thought was really entertaining. Um, actually, that reminds me on that on that front. Uh, I caught last night uh, Amy Schumer growing her latest Netflix special. That what you were watching last night? And you know what, dude? Uh, I actually liked it. It was pretty funny. It was, oh, no. She's she's much less Amy Schumer <laughs> than she 
wasn't like she gets really like she tries really hard in the past to how get often to like, she talk, talk about, her, about vagina? her vagina and all that stuff and talk about how much she gets fucked and stuff. She's doing less of that here. And she's talking about like her pregnancy and motherhood and stuff. And it's, it's a it's, it's a little bit less of the stuff I used to dislike about Amy Schumer. So I would say that give this one a chance. Um, I was never going to watch it, but it was recommended to me. And so I did. And um, I enjoyed my time with it. So uh, if, if you if you were if you've sworn off Amy Schumer, uh, give her a shot with this. Give it 20 minutes. Uh, I said I sat down. I said, this has three minutes to make me laugh. And she made me laugh in those three minutes. So I watched it. And she uh, has one minute to make me laugh. <laughs> she has one minute. Okay. Well, uh, I, I would give, uh, again, a, I would say a middle, mid-level recommendation to, to that one as well. So there's some good good, good stand-up comedy on Netflix right now, which is exciting. The Norm MacDonald one was funny. Norm was great. Yeah, that's yeah. It was funny. Norm was funny. Yeah, we watched a lot of fucking comedy last night. Yeah. Um, all right, well, Kyle's getting married and everyone's laughing about it this week in One More Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down to one more thing. Awesome. All right, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of episode number 106 of the SoCo Show. Don't forget to hit the description box. We're going to link to a lot of the stories that we talked about, uh, as well as our contact info for Facebook and for Twitter. Uh, and in addition to that, head out to the YouTubes at Jared Buckendall for all of his reviews and, and wackiness. Uh, I know he's got a Hobbs and Shaw review up as well. Do so. I ever get to meet that guy? Uh, maybe. I want to meet the Jared Buckendall. He, he wants to you I think meet that's, him? that's kind of the one thing that I want to do, yeah. All right. Just the Jared here. Buckendall. I need, to, I need to meet that guy. All right. We're Doesn't calling you out. Yet. At Jared Buckendall. We got to get you a face-to-face with Kyle Michael. Just get a ticket to Europe and text me. Let's <laughs> meet you up over there, buddy. There you go. Kyle and Jared, we got to get hooked up. Um, check out our sponsors as well. I might have already said that, uh, but link to uh, Mathis Designs, <laughs> Mike's Wood, and also Amazon, or sorry, Audible Trial. Uh, all that's in the description box. And uh, yeah, fun week. A little bit shorter episode this week because we got to get out of here and catch a plane. Um, but uh, for the for for Seth Ott, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and for our guest this week, Kyle Michael. Uh, thanks again for joining us. I have been Cobra the Explorer, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. I don't get the ball. Uh, <laughs>